here. We gotta go right now. Listen to me, Steve. No, you don't understand. We've gotta go. Go where? No, we gotta go. What the hell are you talking about? Steve, this is important. Go where? That's right. Go where? What happened in your room? Are you listening? What happened in your room is not an isolated incident. It is something that is happening everywhere to everyone. So, where are you gonna go? Where are you gonna run? Where are you gonna hide? Nowhere. Because there's no one like you. Make it too. What's up, assholes? This is Banana Laser. Get ready to peel it back or stick it up your crack. My name is Matt Wazell if you're nasty. And with me, as always, the star of Lethal Weapon 2, 3, and 4, Dave Z. What the fuck is up, Dave Z? <laughs> Am I here to fucking amuse you? <laughs> What's going on, brother? <laughs> they fuck you in the drive-thru. for a fucking aspirin. I wish I could do... (laughs) Henry, these aren't normal people, Henry. What's the matter with you, Henry? (laughs) How's everybody doing? What's happening? That's right. Can you tell back? who's Pesci and who's me? What the fuck? (laughs) I can't. This whole time, (laughs) I thought I was doing a show with with my cousin Vinny, but... (laughs) Shit. Somebody told me it's Dave Z. Yeah, sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> yep, so we're back. Uh, it's not Joe Pesci. Sorry to disappoint everybody. It's Dave Z and Matt here, and we're back for another fucking uh, romp-filled episode that is going to fucking blast potassium all over that ass. Yeah, bitches. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, indeed. And uh, right off the top, I want to get to... Uh, Something we got an email um, just recently. Let me pull it up here, and it's from Cosmic Creepers. Yeah, uh, yeah, Cosmic Creepers. That's a hmm. It's kind of it's kind of spacey and scary at the same time. Interesting. <laughs> nice. All right, so let me read this off here. Hi guys, Cosmic Creepers here, and I have a question for you two. What classic horror film are you ashamed to admit? you dislike one that's praised by almost every horror fan and would be shocking to hear that you don't like so what is it hmm good question thanks cosmic creepers for that email yeah that's a very good question and yeah and that's a good you. question yeah, yeah definitely i uh, you know now that i read this again 
because I the, when I first read it, I kind of had something in mind, but uh, now I'm reading it again, and it says uh, horror film that you're ashamed, that ashamed to admit that you don't like. And really, the the one I thought of right off the top of my head, I'm not really ashamed to admit it. It's just one that I think is is popular, or a series that's popular that I really don't like. And uh, and I'd have to say mine is probably Nightmare on Elm Street. That's uh-huh. that's a huge uh, franchise. I know it's a beloved character, uh, and and I I even loved these movies as a kid, but I just don't. I can't I can't watch them anymore. My my fa- probably my most favorite. Uh, uh, Freddy movie is is Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah, at, at no this point, shit. at this point, I don't. And, and I know a lot of people love uh, Dream Warriors. I, I no, I don't like it. It's too. I, I don't know. I'm just not. I'm just not into the whole Freddy character. I guess. Yeah, I can understand uh, when you're talking about the the series aspect of it. You know, it's definitely the it's the weakest. Of all the big ones, I think. Yeah, yeah. and and but I mean, uh, specifically, it was Nightmare Three that popped into my head because it right. seems like a lot of people. And I know you're a fan of that. That's one, one of mine. Yeah, I do yeah, like it. I know you like that one. Yeah. And that one just immediately popped in my head because I was like, you know, yes, it's better than, you know, uh, a lot of the other sequels. That's where the movie or the series really found its form and all that stuff. But it's just too. Uh, I don't know. It's just kind of too hokey, I guess. And um, and I'm not really ashamed to admit that, you know. But right. And and even even the first nightmare, uh, I haven't watched that in a long time. I don't really own any of these movies. And I think the last time I saw the original nightmare, I went to a midnight screening, maybe ten years ago, and I just I just wasn't digging it. There's a couple parts that I like. Um, uh, specifically, like where Tina gets dragged through the, the the hallways and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, overall, it's just uh, it, it the 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 movies don't even follow their own rules. Kind of, you know, it just makes shit up as it goes along, and it's just all this fantasy. And so, I just always disconnect from those those flicks. So the first one, you, you wouldn't even consider it. Uh... You know, now if take it without the sequel or right. sequels. Let's just say the movie A Nightmare on Elm Street. The uh, first one. Yeah, just A Nightmare on Elm Street. You said you tried to watch it ten years ago and it didn't really do it for you. Prior to that, you know, you were okay with it, but I guess you just fell out of it. Was, yeah, pretty. I mean, as a kid, I mean, I remember when that movie hit HBO. I was all about it, you know. And and there's still stuff I like about it, but I just don't. I just. I just don't want to sit down and watch it again. I'll watch the scene where she gets dragged up, you know, on the ceiling and it's stuff great. like that. Yes. You know, that's good. But then you got stuff like, uh, you know, the, the I'm your boyfriend now and his mouth is on the phone. It's like, <laughs> what? Why is his mouth? Is, isn't she awake? You know, and it's like, what? You know, I, just, I just don't know. And, and, and to me, uh, uh I, I don't know. Maybe he was scary in the first one, and it's the sequels that kind of tainted the first one. Yes, but, I, I I can see that. Yes, but I just don't find it too frightening now, and maybe that's why. So I I don't know. Hmm. I, you know, I I can kind of understand that. I, I well, I'll consider the original as an excellent movie, and I do love the third as well. 
Uh, But as far as the original, I think that the story and the idea and the concept alone, and I didn't think about this until I got older, but that concept is scary as shit. You can't go to sleep. If you go to sleep, you're going to fucking die. I mean, for someone, imagine putting yourself in that position that you're scared to go to sleep and, you know, supposedly Wes based it upon a, a, a real case that this happened. Yeah. The guy kept saying, I'm going to die, I'm going to die. He went to sleep, sure enough, he died. And that is, that's horrific. I mean, you talk about a, a horror movie, you know, conceptually, I think is brilliant. And that's what I take from it now, you know? I yeah, I mean, that. Yeah. yeah, you're right. That is a brilliant idea. I just, and... Okay, maybe this is maybe this is what I'm ashamed to admit. I'm not. I don't have much stock in Wes Craven at all. Like, even though he made Scream and Nightmare on Elm Street, Hills Have Eyes, I like a lot of his movies and stuff like that. I but I, I don't think he's the the best filmmaker. Uh, you know, uh, I don't think he should be represented as like a horror icon, iconic director. <clears throat> I understand that. Yeah. I mean, he's uh, made, I think he's done more, way more misses than hits, you know, so. Yeah. I mean, he started off really strong. I mean, in my opinion, not everybody's into those movies, but when he came yeah. out with Last House and Hills Have Eyes. And, and know, I like those genre movies. classics. Right. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. And then he did whatever he did. Then Nightmare on Elm Street, you can't, you know, I, I understand that you're saying that you're not into it, but you can't dispute the impact that it had and the idea that it was. Oh, yeah. Which is great. And then when Scream came out, that to me kind of solidified him uh, you know next to the other supposed masters of horror if you will in the director's chair you know you see and now uh, and i'm not into all the scream movies i like the first scream i i I like the first scream but i think that's uh credit goes to kevin williamson i mean he wrote the shit out of that and i think not not that wes craven directed it badly but I I think he gets a little more credit for Scream, where I think the majority of it should go to Kevin Williamson for doing that, uh, for, okay. for making it the most you know that iconic movie that it is and franchise even. So gotcha. I don't know. I guess maybe I'm yeah <laughs> I'm ashamed to admit that you know I'm not really a huge fan of Wes Craven. I don't know. Yeah, hey, that's okay. You know. Yeah. What about you, uh, Mr. Pesci? You got something that you're ashamed to admit? <laughs> Well, once again, I'm not ashamed to admit it, but right. I immediately thought of one thing as soon as I saw it. There is one movie in particular that all the, the and not just the casual horror fan, which makes it even it bothers me that I can't get into it as much. The Exorcist. It, yeah, right. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. No. <laughs> you know, you, hang on, hang on, real quick. You know, I saw uh, Jason Lloyd the other day. He said that he has not seen The Exorcist. Yes. What the I fuck was like, with what? You? What's up, Jason? Sit even even my it. mom has seen the. You know, everybody has seen that movie. <laughs> what? Isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but my two favorite movies, The Exorcist and The Shining, and Jason Lloyd hasn't seen one and doesn't really care for the other. Right. When, when you horror. did when you yeah. did the uh, uh, the <laughs> Are You Smarter Than a Horror podcaster on the Skeleton Crew? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> and. <laughs> And that question came up. I was right there with you because The Shining right. is is probably my favorite horror movie of all time. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Overlook, overlook, overlook. Right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know? How, how and, 
how did you get second place that you missed like five questions and got i got, got the good like, ones at the end you I got, got two got, right at the end that were got, worth a yeah. fucking yeah ginormous right. amount of points yeah well you gotta think about would you have known the, the questions that i would do the first no. the first round easy questions freddie's hat that was easy there was oh easy yeah questions in the first softball round. right yeah. now the ones that came to me what movie wasn't the grandfather scene in fucking uh, the Texas Chainsaw? I, I got it wrong too. I said three. Just yeah. like I. Okay, so there you yep. go. And then I forgot the other one I missed. Um, but it was something that I was really disconnected with, so I don't remember. Um, mm-hmm. But I did know the ones at the end. Here's here's the funny thing. I told someone the other day about it. I probably knew about seventy to eighty percent of all those questions asked. I probably knew the answers. You know. It was one round where I I, may, I, I think I would have gotten every question wrong but two. But every other round that was there, there was six of us. I, I, I knew at least four right. of, yeah. of, of every answer. And for, for whatever reason, just call it bad luck or whatever. You, you got the ones you had no clue on. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Yeah, completely. It was so fucked up. Yeah, but somehow, <laughs> yeah. I ended uh, up Alex is getting place. ready to kick you off the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Oh. You're 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 welcome here at Banana Land. Right so don't hey, worry. Yeah, you don't have yeah. to know shit. That's right. <laughs> Clearly. See, exactly. Yeah. Fucking just keep listening to the first six shows. Exactly. Right. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> just uh, the Laser Lounge is where I'm gonna be. Bottom right. line, no matter what happens anywhere else. So. <laughs> so yeah. Um. Where the hell were we? My movie. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. you're ashamed to admit that you dislike. Okay. Well, the thing that bothers me about it, the reason why I said I wasn't ashamed. Right. But I, I feel a little weird about it because this is a movie that not the average horror fan likes, but the diehards. It's a movie that people will say, oh, you know, the people that are, you know, into horror, maybe not, you know, freaks like us, but people that, you know, they like their horror movies and they're not just fucking fans of Scream and whatever, regular right. old horror movies. And, they'll, and, you know, they'll say, oh, you know, you must see this because Halloween got the idea from it and yada, yada, and other shit and other shit. And... The movie that that I have to say is Black Christmas. Uh, oh, okay. I've always I, I've tried to get into it. I've given I I even own it. I have it on DVD. I burned it. You know, I've seen it four or five times, and I wish I liked it more than I did. And everybody seems to love it and praise it, and I just I just don't get it. Um, to me, the 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 killer. It's obvious that it's that one that one girl's boyfriend. He all but comes out and says it and acts crazy, and then. What? But it's not him. Sure it is, because nothing then nothing ever becomes of it. And at the end, he's fucking. Nothing happens. Yeah, just... the the killer is still in the house, at the end. It's yeah, not. You never find out who it is. It's just it's just some guy. You have no idea who it is. Yeah, but the guy all but outs himself in that one scene with the piano, and he's going crazy, and he's mad because the girl had an abortion. I'm telling you, dude, it's but it never not comes him. Out. It's a red herring. Yeah, can I'm you tell me you. why? Can you tell me why it's not him? Give me one reason why we know it's not him. Where, where Do, was it proven that it wasn't him? Doesn't he? Uh, don't the cops come in at the end, and he's like, it seems like he's trying to attack her, but he's really just trying to get in the house to like talk to her, and then. Uh, the cops maybe take him away or something like that, but then you see that the killer's still in the house. I don't know. I'm kind of foggy on it. The cops take him away. I don't know. Go back and watch it again, and I'm gonna watch it again too. And I'm gonna watch it. Just <laughs> You're gonna watch it a, a fifth time. You're gonna. <laughs> I'm going. You just to. said you don't like this movie. Like, I'm. I'm gonna watch it again. 
but now I have to because maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that maybe but even I don't think that's gonna that change aside. it for you though. Let's cast that aside. I do like right. the I'll tell you what I do like. I like the phone calls. That was clever. That was cool. Whatever. Uh, I like the atmosphere of Christmas. As Lois Lane uh, being nice. I, and uh, I like incredibly our... intoxicated. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I do like that situation. Yeah. I just don't put it. People have it ranked so high, and they say that fucking, you know, John Carpenter ripped it because of the POV thing and, and everything else, when clearly that's not true. John Carpenter, right. even if he'll be the first guy to say that that, that comes from Hitchcock. And. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and then if you really want to get really into it, it, it's that Peeping Tom movie. If you want to talk right. about POVs and shit, yeah, what so, I did like about the POV was that uh, it seemed it wasn't like a real steady camera, and and you saw his hand, like when he's climbing through the window at the beginning, you see like more of his hands and stuff like that. So you, it, it seems more like you're actually seeing it through the person's eyes, and I like that little, you know, bit of it. But I don't know. I, I like the movie. I mean, it's not. It's not one of my favorites, but I, I enjoy it. I just, I think it's average at best, and I just think that everybody has it on this pedestal, and I look at it, and I, and I keep giving it a chance, and I'm like, maybe I'm missing something, because everybody has it up on a, not everybody, I mean, not even you, but a lot of people have it high up on a pedestal, and I just, I just don't get it, I keep on trying, and it's, I wouldn't put it in the top 100 horror movies of all time. Oh, really? No, I, oh, I definitely would. Would you really? I yeah. could think of 10 that have come out in the last two years that I like better. Just, you know, almost off the top of my head. I don't know. I'd... Oh, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's fucking half the movies that came out this year I like better in that movie. But um, You don't think you could come up with 90 more? I mean, <laughs> or whatever? I, think uh, I'm the horror I don't know. I mean, I, I, I like it. You know why I like it? Because uh, it it's called Black Christmas. Uh, it really doesn't have anything to do with Christmas, other than it, you know, takes place at at Christmas time, and I guess I kind of like it for that. You know, uh, you watch it, and you, <clears throat> you know, it's got the Christmas trees and the carol, carol, car- uh, guys singing <laughs> songs, <laughs> and and shit like that, and so it puts you in the Christmas vibe, and and no other movie, I think. No other horror movie does that good, and I think that's the only movie that does the Christmas vibe well. Um, so maybe that's why I like it. I'll give you that. It does yeah. have a it does have a solid Christmas vibe, you right. know. And I, but I just don't, I just don't see it. And I'm not ashamed to say it, but I, I know that it's an unpopular thing for me mm-hmm. to say I don't like it, especially being a slasher fan, which I love slasher. I don't even need gore because. Halloween, case in point, is fucking one of my favorite movies. That's fine. I just, I, I just, it just doesn't resonate with me. I just, uh, like I said about the killer, and I don't know. I just wish I liked it. My favorite Christmas movie for horror is Silent Night, Deadly Night. You know, even though there's some cheesy shit. Really? Going on. Yeah, the there's first some cheesy. One? Oh, brother. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you don't like it at all? Not, really? No, I, I like it, but it's like, oh my god, it's a fucking chore to get through that movie. I would rather watch part two. And get the shortened version of the of the first movie, and then you get all the fun of fucking uh, watching the, that guy's eyebrows jump up and down, and fucking and the wackiness with all that shit and garbage day and shit. But uh, no, yeah. I enjoy it. I watch it every every uh, every Christmas season. My my favorite scene in 
Silent Night, Deadly Night is the grandpa scene. And it makes oh, no fucking sense. It doesn't even fit in the movie. There's no reason why they should go see this guy. And why does he just snap out of his fucking, you know, coma to tell this kid that Santa Claus is going to kill him? And, and then it happens. It's like, what? Is he clairvoyant? <laughs> and it well, makes yeah, no I, fucking sense, but it's a beautiful fucking scene. It's great, but and it doesn't make sense. It's the only way you, you can say it makes sense is that there are some people that have dementia and that have things like that, and they might even truly believe that. You know, Oh, so you're saying crazy. his dementia opened his brain up to predict the future or something no, like no, that? No, no, he, he could care less about the future. No, 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 no. Oh. He is just he believes that fucking bad things happen on Christmas and he uh, shares okay. it with this little boy who's gotcha. his youngest, you know, grandson. He tells him, but he doesn't want the other family members to know that he's that far gone. So he's he's far gone, but he's not that far gone that he can't talk that way in front of them, but get a little boy in the room. Either A, you know, he's just fucked up and he wants to do that, or B he gets his jollies off doing it. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he just likes to scare the little kid. I'm going to scar this child for life. I mean, he's, really, that's what that would up. do. Yeah. He's not that old and he's in the home. He has dementia or he has whatever the fuck. I mean, he's he's clearly touched with something in the brain. Yeah. You know, so I just take that. And I think it, it is a great scene. Yeah. The scariest goddamn night of the year. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's great. And then, yeah. you know, it, it gets corny later and it's fun because it's corny, though. I like it. When they sing that song, the warm side of the door, it's fucking great. Oh my great. god, it's great though. It's so fucking. Fun. Yeah, that is because pretty fucking cheesy. retarded. Yeah. But and there's good kills. There's a good ass beheading. Linnea Quigley's death is fucking great. With the is she the antlers. antler? Is that oh, the antler yeah. kill? Yeah, okay. sure is, man. Yeah. Did you see I, the? I uh, did you see the remake, the Silent Night movie? Uh, strangely enough, I did not. And oh, okay. I remember listening like a year ago to the skeleton crew when they did them both mm-hmm. and i listened to a little bit of, uh, of the, the remake and i stopped it i said i'm gonna go back just in case i watch this movie i don't want it to be spoiled and and i never got around to it and then someone i, I spoke to recently asked me have you seen the silent light remake i said no then you know what it's not too bad it's so, it's worth checking out i mean they they do it uh there's a lot of good bits in there they retain a lot of weird stuff uh like the antler kill and Good. and uh, they even have other kills that really up the ante, like a wood chipper scene, <laughs> which is pretty good. But um, <laughs> it takes a totally different approach. Whereas in the original, you're with the guy who's going to do the killing from Jump Street from right. the first scene, and in this movie, it's the total opposite. It's more like a classic slasher where you don't really know who the killer is. You just know it's a guy in a Santa suit, and you're trying to decipher you know who it is the entire time so it's worth checking out i'll check out i'm definitely gonna do it but of course i'm saving it for december so yeah it's just what i'm gonna do yep that's good so um yeah cool (laughs) wow black christmas never would have guessed i'm I'm glad i'm glad you didn't say like the exorcist or what you you know i love the exorcist right yeah i know but i thought maybe you're just gonna transform on me or something (laughs) who knows yeah i'm just gonna flip out Fucking Friday the Thirteenth, piece of shit, you know. I don't know. Oh my god, shows After all over. These years, right? Right. <laughs> Can't pull the plug. That's it. Speaking yeah. of Friday the Thirteenth, though, it, it's coming. We fucking we got good shit coming up, man. Oh yeah, absolutely. I ordered it, finally, 
You you did what the the documentary? I ordered the Crystal Lake Memories last night. Finally, I've been putting it off and putting it off, and I wanted to make sure I got the pre-sale because you get the extra disc. And uh, oh, know. I hope I'm getting that. I have no idea. I pre-ordered. You, you got I, it pre-sale. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty positive, but find out. I mean, uh, I don't want to be wrong here. Well, if not, then I, I burn it for you. Whatever. But I'm I'm pretty sure that if you paid for it from the website prior to the release, you're fine. And I think oh, okay. yours was paid for so long ago that you couldn't get it pre-sale yet on Amazon or anything like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got I, it I don't a think. long time ago. See, yeah, I, I don't think you could. I think it only comes from that site, crystallakememory.net, I believe. And uh, But anyway, I finally ordered it. And, yeah, uh, I, I yeah they they pushed back the release date to <laughs> mm-hmm. Friday thirteenth, which is cool. But at the same time, Absolutely. I wanted it in my hands. I know on Friday the thirteenth, and then well, it watch might it. be. It might be. You think it's going to ship or get to us the same day? Do they do shit like that? I have ordered things before. I have oh, ordered okay. things before. On, on, and it doesn't always happen that way. I'm just it's just wishful thinking right now. But um, I've ordered things before that have come out even before the due date. Well, I hope. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I hope so as well. Because I mean, I'm clearing seven hours or ten hours or whatever out of my day to sit down and watch this marathon style. Oh fuck yeah! Actually, I because told <laughs> that the 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 doc that they did about Elm Street, I'll watch that any day over any of the Elm Street. I I love that documentary. Yeah, it's I can. Yeah, I can watch that. And, and I was just talking about that series. I, I don't really care for it, but that documentary is so good. It makes that it makes it seem so fascinating. And when they're talking about like part five and it's the the producers like Bob Shea and he's like, Yeah, we rushed this. We 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 just started filming before there was any script or ideas or anything. Right. It's like, holy shit. Yeah. This is how movies get made? What the fuck? <laughs> That's how they did it. That's how yeah, no it. shit. Yeah. Rewind cinema. Holy fuck. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yes. But it's cool, and, and you know this is going to be great. Because did you read the book? Oh, yeah. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I, I look at it uh, almost daily. It's on my coffee table, so it's, yeah. I lost mine in a flood, and I had I had, an, I had an original press and everything in freaking – I had two basement floods the first year I moved back to New York. Fucking New York with these basement floods. I had one at my mother's house, and then I had one at the house I moved into after I moved home. And I, I lost – uh, a whole bunch of books and other things in, in between two basement floods. And unfortunately, Crystal Lake Memories fucking was a casualty. So, well, had, yeah. And I loved it. I, I must have read it two or three times, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's great stuff. And it is great. So you can I only imagine yeah. that, 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 that this documentary, especially based upon what we've seen with the, the Never Sleep Again one, it, you know, it's got to be a slam dunk. It's going to be. Now, great. they. Uh, now they, they it seems like they're going to get almost every uh cast and crew member for this documentary but is there any major player like super major player that's going to be that didn't want to do the documentary do you know anything about that like Corey Feldman is he is he doing it wow that's a good question what was, was Feldman uh, in in the book I should know I read the damn thing three times but did he just have one little expert, expert yeah I, the I, he, is they didn't I don't think they interviewed him Right, but, I think it came from another source. Yeah, yeah, in. I think that's what the only thing I read. Um, so, I don't know. I, I hope he's in it because I hope he's in it too. He's probably has a lot of you know being a kid on set and and all that stuff. I'm sure he's got a lot of great stories and stuff. 
Right, and you heard a little bit of it uh, with the uh, when, when the skeleton crew interviewed what's his name, uh, Ted White, not too long. Oh ago. yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about the relationship he had with uh, with Corey, and you know how he busted his balls and everything. It, it'd be nice to hear, you know, if, if if he alludes to that, if he's on it, you know, the other side of the story mm-hmm. would be funny to hear, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I can't fucking wait, dude. Oh, I can't wait either, man. Friday the thirteenth. Fuck. I mean, shit. We got our show planned, and I can't fucking wait because, uh, uh, you know, we've been pretty quiet about it. And it's, it considering it's 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 our favorite series, both of us, correct? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. hands down, definitely okay, my right. favorite. Yeah, oh, we're yeah. planning. Uh, just so you guys know, we're planning a little Friday the Thirteenth episode, as I'm sure most <laughs> uh, uh, internet horror based uh, podcasts and what have you are are probably do around that time. So. But yeah, we fucking love the series. It's definitely our favorites. We could go. We can talk about it for hours. We'll probably yes. put out a seven-hour uh, podcast <laughs> <laughs> ourselves. Yes, to uh, go along with the seven-hour documentary of Crystal Lake Memories. Yeah. <laughs> now, and another thing about that is the um, um, the the Never Sleep Again DVD that had a commentary on it. Did you Did you listen to that too? No, I did not. I listened to it was pretty it? interesting. I listened to about half of it, I think. Um, it, it's it's the filmmakers, and, and right up front they say, "Yeah, it's kind of weird. We're doing a commentary about, you know, a, documentary. a, docu- a documentary, you know, right. that we did." Uh, but it's really interesting because they go into the process of of getting the movie made and stuff like that. So I'm wondering, are they going to do that for this movie? Because really, I mean, seven hours. <laughs> Right. Can you do a seven-hour commentary? Oh, Jesus Christ, that'd be a That's, lot of bathroom breaks. No shit, huh? Well, how yeah. long was the Nightmare one? It was pretty fucking long, wasn't it? Like it was six four hours? hours. No, it was oh, it was four just hours. four. It was two mm-hmm. discs, right? I know, I know, uh, it was two discs. Cause I had, yeah. It was definitely four hours. I, it, it, I thought it was more. No shit. Yeah, I saw it first on Netflix, and I watched it uh, over a two-night span. But I stayed up very late watching it just because I, I couldn't get enough of it. I did not want to go to sleep. Uh, oddly yeah, enough, sure. it's called it's called Never, Never Sleep, sleep Again. again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just found it so fascinating, and I just can't wait to see you know how they put together uh, this documentary. So. Oh yeah, I'm psyched. You know, I'm fucking yeah. I can't wait to wrap about Friday the Thirteenth because I know we can both talk about it for a while, and we're how many episodes in on the show? And we've been pretty quiet about it so far, and. We're gonna have we're gonna have our day with it. Oh so, yeah, yeah. So so. We're gonna tear it up. So <laughs> that's pretty exciting. There's a lot of exciting shit going on right now, fucking just in general, you know, with horror. So. Oh yeah, this year has been incredible, for yeah. for horror. I mean, uh, uh, I mean, just you know, just in the past month and upcoming, the the Conjuring. Uh, uh, you're next, which we're going to talk about here in a little bit. And then, uh, you know, uh, they're playing trailers for Insidious 2, you know, and, and I mean, yeah, like when them. is that dropping? I thought it was August. I guess I'm wrong. I thought it was August. Insidious August. 2, that comes out yeah. Friday the 13th. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Fuck, that's why I wasn't thinking about it. I was so mm-hmm. focused on fucking Friday the 13th. Yeah, it comes out September doc. 13th. Oh, man. I don't think I can go that day. <laughs> I'd be too busy watching the, the documentary, you know? <laughs> yeah, no shit. Oh, no sorry, shit. Insidious. That's right. But... Yeah, sorry is right. Oh, yeah. All right. That is true. That carry's coming out, and that might be good. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I, you know, I'll, I'll tell you right now, I've, I've never seen the original 
Carrie. I've oh, seen clips of it. Obviously, I know what happens in it um, and stuff like that. But I've just never – and I even like Brian De Palma and a lot of his stuff. But I've never – I just never wanted to sit down and watch it. It seemed like oh, I got shit. everything from the clips and stuff like that. I was like – I guess it's kind of like Jason Lloyd was talking about with The Exorcist. He's like, you know, I've seen all the clips and just pop culture. You just know about it and stuff. But it's like, yeah, but you're not getting all the – the little details and, and all that stuff. So maybe I should, I should watch it. I have seen oh, though. Oh man, you should. I have seen Carrie Two: The Rage. The for Rage. Some reason. You gotta be yeah. fucking kidding me! Really? <laughs> for Holy some reason, I, I watched that. I rented that when it came out. You know, That's in the ridiculous. fucking nineties. You must uh, be the only person, maybe ever, that's seen Carrie Two: The Rage and not seen Carrie. <laughs> yeah, 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 whatever. That's, that's fucking funny. That That's great, man. Wow. But how many people have seen Carrie to the Rage? Not many. Not many. And you know? I, I, yeah. No, I, it I, wasn't I can't so say bad. it's very good. Yeah. I didn't hate on it. No, I was. it was good for a watch. I wouldn't say it was a waste of a, of a movie. I sat and I watched it, and I don't remember a lot about it, but I don't remember hating it either, so, you know. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm sure if I watched it now, I'd probably give it a fucking... Stick, stick it up your crack, you know. Yeah, but. it might go up someone's crack, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But I'm a fan of the whole. You know, this is it's, it's weird to say, but I think that Carrie the movie is the only instance where I prefer the movie to the book. And I've read oh, all okay. the I've read all the King novels and and seen all the movies, and it's it's not easy to say. But I and nothing against King's book. I just, for whatever reason, it just translates better on, on screen. And hmm. uh, it's hard to say why, but, you know, I've read the book and I've seen the original many, many times. And I even saw the other one, which wasn't bad, though, but the made-for-TV one. Because, you know, they already remade it once before. Yeah. Uh, no one because talks about it. I actually, I think that one is on Netflix. And every time I see it, I think it's the original. But... And then I look at the summary, and it says it came out uh, in like 2002 or something like that. Is that when they did it? Yeah, uh, let me think about this. I, I don't know. I don't but... think that quite that early. I could be wrong. It might have been 02. Might have might might have been. But it it, it stars um, what's her name? Um, Angela Bettis. So you know who's who that? She, you know? Oh, have you ever hit? Oh, you don't know who she is? Have you seen uh, May? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, okay. That, okay, so the main girl in that, she plays yeah. Carrie? Yeah, and that, that, that director always uses her. Lucky McGee. He oh, did her. he do the Carrie remake? I No, he didn't do the Carrie remake. Oh, okay. Everything he's done, she has been in it. Uh, May was his first movie, and The Woods was his second movie, I believe. And she wasn't in it physically, but she was the voice of The Woods. And then she did that episode. He did one of the episodes of Masters of Horror. It was called Sick Girl. Did you see that one? I did not. I think I, the only movie of his I've seen is is May. Oh, you should see that one. Sick Girl's good because it has Angela Bettis in it, and it has what's her name in it, Misty Monday. You know who that girl is? Mm, that sounds like a, a porn name. But... Well, she is kind of a porn. <laughs> She's one of those horror girls that's like half horror and half like softcore porn girl. Like, um, really? there's a couple like that. Yeah, and she's hot and she looks young. And uh, what's yeah, her name? She... Misty Mundane. Monday. M U N. Oh, Monday. But she goes by a different name while she's in, uh, in that episode of uh, Masters of Horror. Oh, okay. And then, uh, yeah, but it's a good one. Most of the Masters of Horror was pretty good, I thought. And um, uh, the, I only the watched uh, the John Carpenter one of that. Oh, Cigarette Burns? Did you yeah. like it? Yeah, I really enjoyed that. 
you should watch them all. Just about every one of them. They were on Netflix Instant for a long, long time. I don't know if they still are. But if not, you can catch most of them on YouTube. Oh, so okay. I'll I recommend it. If you have, yeah, if you have time, because, you know, if you got an hour to kill someday or whatever, they're an hour long and, you know, I, I'd say 80% of them are, uh, are definitely worthwhile. And there's two Argentos on there. You got to watch those guys. I'll tell you that. Uh yeah, did he do pelts? Is he that pelts? His? Yep, yeah. and he did Jennifer, and I liked them both. So of course, like in Argento, I liked them both, but they were good. They really were. I bet if you watch them, you see, yeah, they were good. You I, know, you know the 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 most recent Argento flick I've tried to watch was the Card Player, and I know that came out, uh, you know, a good ten ten plus years ago now, probably. No, but... no, no, the Card Player. No, it's only like <clears throat> five. Is that right? Well, I still I didn't I I shut it off. I watched about 30 oh. minutes of it and I was like, nah, I'm not feeling it, you know, because I, that was the most modern Argento movie I've seen. And I really like his classic stuff. And so I just, yeah, I couldn't get into it. I had to shut it off. I, I was in the mood for, I, you know what a lot of it is, unfortunately, and this feels stupid. I feel stupid for saying this, but it's the, the film format, you know what I mean? So like, funny. You know, like, uh, 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 like he shot on digital, or it's you know, the grade of film. You know, I I don't know the real technical shit on that, but when you see a film uh, from the seventies compared to right. uh, a, a, even a theatrical release today, you know, the the film grade is different, and there's You're just right. something that I connect with with the film grade and like Argento and some of those other you know classic filmmakers. Uh, uh, with that style of film, and so it just didn't gel with me in my brain, maybe. And that's, you know, I don't know. And you know, the card player had a, uh, it had a, l- a little bit of a direct-to-video look to it. Yeah, so, that's what I mean. I know what you're yeah. saying, right? Uh-huh. You're right. I still liked it. It was still a good story. It was a thriller with horror elements in it, and I was into the plot, so I was okay with it. I still liked it. You know, it's. I feel not, stupid I, for faulting a movie like that because I mean that's the most ridiculous. Uh, reason to do so you know it's like who gives a shit it's all about the story uh the characters and 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 all that but yeah. and maybe that's not even why that's just what i came up with right this second you know who knows why i turned it off really but i hear you though because that there was a i was a little bit you know a really a little bit turned off by that myself but just because it was our general i wasn't gonna let it you know mess up my mentality i said i'm gonna watch the movie and and, you know, like I said, nothing great, but I liked it. Maybe you'll try mm. it again. Who knows? But uh, <clears throat> how about The Woman? Did you see The Woman? The wo- uh, No. I know what you're okay. talking about. That, uh, that's that um, – uh, what's that's, his name? Uh, that's another one. With Luck- Lucky McGee's the director. Oh, and, yeah, that's right. Okay. And Angela Bettis isn't the lead. Well, I guess you could say she was the lead. She was the, the mother. She wasn't the woman herself. But um, And know, that's based was... on a novel too. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 I think his name is Ketchum. You're right. He, he it writes, is a Jack writes... Ketchum. Yeah, yeah. You're right. My bad. Yes, it is a Jack Ketchum. And that I don't... movie, watch it. That's on instant right now. Oh, okay. I, I say watch it. It's a good story. It gets really gory like the last 15 minutes, but it's a little bit, uh, you know, it's kind of topical. It's interesting. It's Some people might feel some of it's a little bit of a difficult watch, but it. Oh, really? It's, okay. It's a good payoff. Well, not guys like you and I, but, you know. The casual fan, I guess. I gotcha. You know, but I think you'd like it. I recommend it, you know. But there was another one, a Lucky McGee's movie, and Angela Bettis was in that. But anyway, <laughs> all that started because we started talking about Carrie. But speaking of Carrie, you see they're remaking The Stand? 
What? Get Stephen, out, get out of here. Speaking of Stephen King, I should say. Pardon me. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but you know why? Here, this is the fucked up shit about The Stand. <laughs> You're going to laugh at this. You know who the original director who was penned to direct The Stand was? I'll give you a hint. The reason he's not doing it, and I don't know if it's the reason, but he's a guy that just got a major part where he's replacing somebody else in a different movie where everybody's making a big fucking deal about it. He just keeps his... Uh, an actor ben take, Affleck? <laughs> yes. Oh, Affleck, really? Correct. Yes. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He was going to direct The Stand? Yes. He was going to direct The Stand movie because The Stand was just a miniseries before. Right. Yes. And Ben was slated to fucking direct the stand and it's not happening now right i know i would have loved dude i'm sorry but uh, say what you will about ben affleck but uh, the past you know five years uh, like he made the town he made uh the argo and you know those aren't horror movies but those are great fucking movies so i've heard haven't heard yeah 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 they're both excellent movies and so and yeah, let's talk about that for a second. Like the internet Batman? fucking exploded <laughs> Holy fuck. for fucking like, I mean, it's still going crazy. It's like, right? uh, and I'm just getting, I'm just, I think it's, you know, take it, whatever, who cares? I think it's a okay decision for him to play Batman, you know, big fucking deal. It's like the, this kind of shit makes me hate the internet. Right. It's like, I, I long for days where uh, a movie would come out. And you had no idea uh, about it. Now we know every step of production for every major movie. And and it's like, why are we judging something? It hasn't even been this. This shit is not even written yet, probably, you know, and we're judging it already. Oh, Ben Affleck. Fuck this guy. He was in, you know, fucking mall rats. You know, this guy's an asshole, you know. Right, right. Whatever. I mean, you, listen, you took the words right out of my mouth. There's three three words, three letters, BFD, big fucking deal. Really. Honestly, do you really think that Patrick Bateman, well, whatever the fuck his name, he's always going to be Patrick Bateman to me because I fucking love American Psycho. But who's the guy that played Batman? Whatever. Oh, John Christian Connor. Bale. Christian Bale? <laughs> John Connor. <laughs> yeah, John Connor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, him, yes. Christian Bale, okay? Do you honestly think he was that great in that role with that voice and and no. whatever? Was it no. really a fucking? I mean, honestly, right? No, N- nothing special. He's always going to be Patrick Bateman to me. It's just mm-hmm. it's all I can see when he's talking. Even when he uses that Batman voice, I'm thinking about Patrick Bateman because I've seen that movie fucking way too many times. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, it's just Batman. Look how many actors played Batman the first time around. Yeah. Right. Like, can you imagine if, like, uh, uh, what's his name, Michael Keaton was? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if the internet was around when he, uh, you know, got cast as Batman, that shit would have fucking uh, people would have murdered him. But people like those movies. You yeah, know? but see, so, he left it though. He he did the first two movies and he left. I think it would have been a bigger deal that they got used to Keaton being Batman for the first two movies. And the third one comes around and. Whoever the hell played it. Who was it? Clooney or Kilmer or somebody? Val Kilmer and then Clooney, yeah. Okay. I think I think it's more, you know, it's closer to that. Like, because he did, whatever, he did three movies as Batman. And and Keaton did two movies as Batman. People got used to it. Oh, my God, Val Kilmer. Ah, it would have been the same thing. 
He's Jim yeah, Morrison. Exactly. He's Jim Morrison. What's he doing playing fucking <laughs> right? How could Jim Morrison be Batman? This is ridiculous. You know? Now that's what I want to see. We right? need character mashups in movies. It's like <laughs> Jim Morrison is a real guy and he's an actor now and he's playing <laughs> Batman in a movie. They should just make that movie. Why doesn't somebody make that? That would be Another hilarious. One. Yes, it should be like an <laughs> SNL skit, don't you think? Yeah, except stretch it out to an entire movie <laughs> and play it serious. The whole time oh, he's talking great. about eating peyote uh, to uh, fucking Alfred and shit. <laughs> I believe in a long derangement of the senses. Oh, God. To, to defeat the Joker. You know, fucking <laughs> whatever. I mean, how about the Joker thing? I mean, nobody batted a fucking eye. Why? Because the guy got whacked. Well, whatever, because the guy passed away. Um, whatever the hell his name was, um, asshole that I am, I can't remember. Uh, Heath Ledger, <laughs> the the guy from Ten Things I Hate About You. Yeah, I have no idea. What's... Okay, fucking the Knights. Heath tale. Ledger, yeah, that's right. Right. Okay, so Heath Ledger comes in and you know nobody says a word. Jack Nicholson, it was almost an iconic role. You know. See, for... I think it's people. Serious. I know. I think. Uh, when he was first cast, it was like uh, I don't. I think people were saying that I don't know if he can do this. Who Ledger? Yeah, right. But Be- then when he passed away, everybody was all for it all of a sudden. Yeah, it's it's fickle minded shit, you know. And then he came in and it was good, but people were wasn't he up for awards and everything else and everybody rant and rave. And I'm not knocking his performance. To me, Nicholson is the Joker. That's to me, you know. That's what I grew up with, and, and I'm a Nicholson fan. Yeah, Heath Ledger was fine. I, I and, and he did make the movie. He made it enjoyable. And I liked it. He oh definitely, yeah, definitely made the movie. Yes, yeah. yeah. He did kind of remind me of Doctor Detroit, though, the way he talked. <laughs> Doctor Detroit, Dan, the Dan Aykroyd movie. Yes, go back and watch <laughs> Doctor Detroit. It might be on instant, so you can watch it quickly. <laughs> go watch Doctor Detroit, oh and you can't God. tell me that fucking Heath Ledger did not base his performance. Off of Dan Aykroyd and Doctor Detroit. That's the first thing I thought of when I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Johnny Depp basing his Captain Jack Sparrow off of uh, fucking the Rolling Stones guitarist, whatever his name is. Oh <laughs> right, exactly, <laughs> correct, right. Uh, of fucking Keith Richards. Yeah, Keith Richards. Yeah. But uh, there's some truth to that, don't you think? It, it it is pretty familiar. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I. I Doctor Detroit. What is but that movie? Nobody even about? knows. Oh, Doctor Detroit. It's a pretty good movie from the. Really? It's a pretty good comedy. I never watched oh, that. Really? Watched oh, that. I've watched it several times. Actually, it was one of my favorites when I was young. Yeah, check it out, man. It's believe me, it's an underrated '80s comedy. It's Dan Aykroyd. I mean, when he was still funny, you know. Yeah. Have you seen Nothing But Trouble with Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd and John Candy? Oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, well, that was the beginning of the end. Yeah, oh, brother. Even and, Digital Underground couldn't save that movie. <laughs> that was the fucking all around the world, same song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. That's when Tupac was fucking still dancing for him, as a matter Yeah, no shit. Oh, brother. <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh, that's funny, man. That's where they got that hologram of him, is from that video. <laughs> for the fucking nothing but trouble. Oh, fuck. Are you serious? <laughs> you, you know, the only th- real thing... I, I remember a few things about that movie, but the... the <laughs> okay, yeah, let's talk about Nothing But Trouble. The fucking... Uh, the last shot of that movie is <laughs> an outline in a wall of Chevy Chase's character from when he ran through the wall. Like, fucking... <laughs> 
uh, uh, cartoon, like Bugs Bunny style. <laughs> There's an outline of his fucking body. Like, what the fuck? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's just awesome. Yeah, I find a copy of it just to watch, or fucking look it up just to watch that clip. <laughs> it's an outline of his body. It's like the final shot of the movie. <laughs> that's fucking great. Wow. I got to watch. I, you know, I never watched it when it came out. I guess even as a child, I knew it was going to be shitball. It but is I do not look, good. Yeah, it's not the good. The makeup looked really good. It wasn't that the movie where they all, I believe Dan Aykroyd, maybe all of them, didn't they play like different roles? And they John Candy played two roles. He played a chick and he played the cop. Dan Aykroyd played, uh, I think, two, maybe even three roles in that. Definitely two. So the makeup was good. I mean, we were talking 1980s and, and they're using foam latex and they're using yeah. makeup. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. You know. But I mean, at the same time, it was like nothing made sense. And I mean, this movie—that movie probably cost a ton because not only that, yeah. the makeup, but like I remember the dining room scene, and uh, it 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 was set up like uh, 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 Pee Wee Herman's kitchen in <laughs> Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Everything was like a contraption that came up and fucking this you know a train was running around and delivering sausages and all the, you know it was like a huge ordeal so it probably cost a lot of money a lot of the big sets in that movie yeah and they had those three guys in it who at the time were were pretty major in the comedy world you know yeah at the time well <laughs> sure a, yeah it's a shame were, yeah well it was, it was still know, it was 20 years ago you know yeah. they were heavy hitters though i mean absolutely who was it chase Chase Candy, Dan Aykroyd. Now Dan Aykroyd is like a fucking UFO activist or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he tries to be fucking, what do you call it? Get down with the, he's still trying to do the Blues Brothers thing and get involved in like freaking um, House of Blues and shit like that. Oh, yeah. Him and uh, John Goodman. John Goodman, aren't they wrapped up oh, in that whole scene? Oh, brother. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's funny. Talk man. about a sequel that shouldn't get made. Holy fuck. The right? Blues Brothers 2000. Uh, I've never seen that. And uh, and I know you're a fan of Blues Brothers. I, yes, I am. There's, I refuse. You can't pay me to watch the sequel. I agree. No, you can't take fucking someone. You can't take Elwood Blues and take another guy and, and have it not be Jake Blues, John Belushi. It's fucking iconic. It's like, let's put J John Goodman in there. And I like John Goodman, don't get me wrong, but not in that role, in that situation. Yeah, he was playing. Things. He was playing a different character, though, right? Yeah, I he know. Was... I think he okay. was. I think he was playing another brother or a cousin or whatever. Oh, sure, but that's that's like that's like City Slickers two, the legend of Curly's gold. Oh, I'm Curly's twin brother. Here's a treasure map. <laughs> Sequel, money. Right? You know, like, it's like fucking f Hatchet. How that guy plays the role in in, in, in the first two movies. Now that is brother. kind of funny. Yeah. Is it the same thing though, where a guy actually plays? I didn't. I didn't see. Yeah, Jack Palance plays his twin brother. Yeah. Okay. So it's just like so. Hatchet basically kind of did the same thing with Hatchet One and Two. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's Hatchet Two, the Legend of fucking. <laughs> what was his name, right? <laughs> the Legend of fucking whatever. I forget the oh kid's name. Oh my god. Damn it! Uh, I should be on. The Legend of Kane Hodder's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> the legend of Victor Crowley's fucking whatever. <laughs> but there you go. He did the same thing. So another Adam Green, I'll tell you, he did a lot of a lot of lifting for the Hatchet series. I'm not dissing him, but it, it, it's funny, you know. Oh, I'm, I'm, you know what? I mean, each with each sequel, I, I felt like it got worse and worse. 
Agreed. Uh, Thank you. Holy fuck. I thought I was the only guy. I watched Hatchet 3 finally. Yeah. And I, I get the big deal. No, uh, I, I like mean, it. It's equal. I shouldn't say worse. It was equal to part two for one reason only. Part three didn't have all that ridiculous comedy that part two had. It was, it was, it was a little more serious, but mm-hmm. I just didn't feel anything as I was watching it. I just, I never really got into the story. It was okay, but you know, one was one got worse. Right, okay. Everyone I, else seemed to like it a lot. I'm going to, I need to watch it again. I mean, I'm literally, I literally just bought the Blu-ray, so I'm going to watch it again. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, it just didn't connect with me. I huh. I, I thought the first one, uh, it, it took me a little bit to warm up to the first one. I watched it once, and I was like, ah, that's okay. But the second and third time I watched it, I'm like, this is the shit. Because uh, I got the tone of it and everything, and um, yeah, I thought the characters were great. You know, they never got the, the characters back. Uh, as good as they had him in the first one, I don't think. Right. Number two was too much of a clusterfuck. There was way too many characters, and it was a half-action movie, half-comedy, half-horror, but the yeah. comedy was overboard and ridiculous, and, you know, some of, it, some of it even uncomfortable. And then three, you know, wasn't as comical, but I don't know. Like, like you said, I just, I just didn't get into it, and I can't put my finger on why. But I do enjoy, though, how there is... Um, it's like truly a three movie arc, you know, right. it's like, uh, like they, he already had the ideas for these movies in his head. And so they kind of set him up that way. Yes. Each movie is, you know, somewhat satisfying in its own realm, but to piece them all together, they, they all make sense. Uh, they connect really well. I think, uh, uh story-wise, you know what I mean? And, they and do. The, right. you know, and how each one, uh, you know, kind of unveils, a little bit more about, you know, the Victor Crowley guy and stuff like that. But um, I, I tell you what I did like about Hatchet 3 was uh, the cop from, uh, what's his name? The the guy who's in Gremlins. <laughs> I thought that dude was great in Hatchet 3. It was it was cool to see him uh, acting again. I really, I don't know what the fuck he's done besides Gremlins. Shit. I hear you. I do like those callbacks. I like that. Right. And I like when Rob Zombie does it too. And they put actors in movies to fill those roles, and they are cool to see. I hear you, mm-hmm. and that was good. But I'll tell you, if Hatchet just would have been, if there just would have been one movie Hatchet, and that's the end of it, I just think, you know, it would have been uh, better off. I know because at at the end of Hatchet, yes, when you, I mean, I you just think that oh she's dead, right? You know? It's cool. I, yes, I, I, the fact that she lives, I was like, ah, she should have fucking died. Yes, at the end of, I mean, you know, I'm sorry. They they shouldn't have. They should have just killed her. Yeah, I mean, I guess it makes sense uh, to keep a, a a heroine throughout the series, but I mean, really, she doesn't do anything in Hatchet Three. Literally no. nothing. No, absolutely she nothing. I hear you. Nothing. You're right. So yeah, yeah I, they, I mean, she, what what does she do in two? She kind of she really gets the uh, the whole story in motion for part two, but. Oh, yeah, she's uh, integral well, to the plot. Yeah, but Please. part one would have been way more satisfying if it just ended, she's dead, that's it. Yeah, you can say that about many, many horror franchises, but and, and that's just another one. They go on and on. But I, I do hear you about the three stories and how we had it from the beginning, and that is kind of cool, but, you know, one is one, and the other one is just, you know, 
just weren't the same, you know. Now, so. now, do you think somebody will go out and make a hatchet four? I mean, I'm pretty sure Adam Green's not going to do it, but do you think somebody uh, like the studio who who possibly owns the franchise somehow or the rights or whatever? I don't know how that shit works, but somebody. Uh, you know, just to try to make more money off of it, we'll take it and make a hatchet four. I fucking hope not, because <laughs> you know what? That will really kill it. Does yeah. it? Has it? Has it ever worked? Has it? Ever, can uh... you think of a situation where, you know, there's been two movies, and then someone else? Even if there's been one movie, like Cabin Fever with Eli Roth, it, Cabin Fever two, I thought fucking sucked. Um, I thought Hostel three was okay. Did you? It was okay, but it wasn't. It, even close in the same fucking yeah but it wasn't it wasn't really uh, a shit shit fest I thought it had a lot of good you know elements to it and they did something different and I thought it was enjoyable it was way better than I thought it was I thought it was going to be terrible and I was like wow that was actually okay conceptually it was okay I mean it was it was weird putting it in Vegas and bringing it you know away from being overseas and then having it come here and but the game it was a good idea i just it was okay you know it, it wasn't at all like the first two you know yeah no but, absolutely not it's definitely totally different and but i'm glad they did that because i think if they tried to you know go back <laughs> to the same setting again i mean they made it he made it work for the part 2 but if they try to do that again Right. Uh, I don't think that would have worked at all. I think moving it to where they did was the right choice. Yeah, I, I can see that. You don't want to see the same old, same old. I know. Right. It was okay, but just it just doesn't work for me. Just in general, when they do that, and the Kevin Fever thing, the, the Descent, and they had the Descent too. I couldn't even fucking watch the Descent too. And I yeah, tried. I was it's horrible. And I was kind of upset about that. And yeah. They got back. They got back two of the main actors. Too. Yeah, now, I know. Was it the same filmmaker as well? I don't know. No, no, it wasn't. That's what okay. I'm that's what no. I thought. Okay. It was Neil Marshall did the first one. He's right. a good, good director. And then, oh yeah. Any yeah, anyone that's done anything significant or known that makes a movie and then someone else comes in and fills the shoes, it just never works out. And there's probably more examples, but for whatever reason, those are the first two I thought of. But. It, I don't know. Well, it, you're you're a big fan of the Saw franchise, and right. I mean that okay. changed hands as it went through, right? This is true. You're right, and 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 they and they are hit or miss. But I you think, know? but I, I am think, a fan of the series in general. Yeah, there's more hits than misses. I, just said that I think before. that was all within the same production company. It had a lot of the same similar people working on it, but like the I guess maybe like the director and writers kind of changed. But they were always it was still people you know who had worked on it before. Yeah, the, it wasn't the, something that totally got uprooted and went somewhere else. I mean, it was always Lionsgate, right? Lionsgate making those movies, I think. Right. Yes, it was correct. Yeah. But even from one to two, and saw two was a big disappointment to me. Two was definitely a, a value right off the bat. You know. Yeah, I agree. I think three is definitely. Oh yeah, a, a high point. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, one and three are, are are the two best to me. You know, and but but two. Right up, you know what I'm saying? One was so successful, then they go with two and, eh, you know? Yeah, but I mean. It happens. Yeah. You, know? you know, you change directors and write, especially when a guy writes and directs. Fucking watch out. You go with a sequel and, you know, I wish I had it on paper in front of me, but there's so many examples, I think, of, you know, someone trying to come in and take over for something and 
just never the same. Yeah, can you imagine if Evil Dead 2 was just made by, you know, just anybody? Right? Wouldn't have worked. Yeah. No way. You're right. Yeah, it wouldn't have worked one bit. Yeah. Hmm. That's what happens. (laughs) But speaking of that, fucking sequels and and them taking a turn, REC4 is coming on. I read it last night. And Wreck, whatever you want to call it. But I'm a big, big fan of the first two. Did you see them? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, did you see three? I did see three, and it I I watched it in like, it took me a few nights to get through it because I watched the first thirty minutes and then it changes formats, you know, after yes, thirty minutes, and then you it's like, oh, the I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm like, I kind of get why they're doing this, but at the same time, it was just so like jarring. You know, that was like, uh, I kind of want to not watch this anymore. And I kind—I had to go back to it the next night and finish it. But not even just that. That wasn't the only difference. It took a different tone. They they, they put comedy into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it was not no scary. The first yeah. Two. The first mm-hmm. two were fucking a very good movie. The, the and, first one, tremendous. And uh, intense, yeah. Yes, intense. Dare I say scary. I mean, they, they, they were great. You know, and they were they were refreshing. They they came out of Mexico, and who saw that coming? You know, and these movies were dropped, and two picked up right where one left off, and they were great. And three came out an instant, and I watched it when it first came on there, and I was, what the fuck? And now now four's <laughs> coming out, and I don't know what's gonna happen, but yeah, that's is it gonna pick up after two or after two? What about three? Well, three was a prequel. What? Yeah, you didn't know that. Maybe I forgot because I I, I got so disillusioned. Isn't it? Yeah, it's it's called. Isn't it called Genesis? It's called. It's called Gen. It is called Genesis. Uh, so yeah. I guess I could see that. Mm-hmm. And it even it even there is a connection in there too with I just forgot a, a okay. character from that from three who goes into one or something like that. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 a prequel and um. And okay. so yeah, it's like where you know, I guess they can go wherever they want. You know, you can write fucking anything. It could be a fucking, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it could be set on Mars for all we know. You know? Right, that's <laughs> true. Ghost of Mars, right? <laughs> <laughs> Ghost. <laughs> Wreck three. John Carpenter's Ghost <laughs> on Mars. <laughs> Starring fucking um, uh, Jackie Brown. <laughs> and the transporter and ice cube i was gonna come up with a modern day ice cube who's the guy that was in fu- <clears throat> trey songs how's that trey songs <laughs> yes coming off his success uh, of uh of texas chainsaw 3d ghost of <laughs> ghost on mars 2 starring nick cannon <laughs> and mariah carey oh, that's good yeah. hey well there you go why not <laughs> what was i gonna say to you about that um Oh fuck! Rewind. Ghost of Mars, Trace. Oh, did you watch Texas Chainsaw 3D again? Since we've talked about the uh, the re- since we had our Unholy Trinity show. No, and, okay. and I, I probably won't watch oh, it again. Oh, you're just gonna because... keep it up there. You're gonna keep it on a high level and just say. Okay. Yeah, because I know that's a movie that will go down uh, the more you watch it because uh, there's so many problems with. I mean, once. Uh, once Leatherface comes out and then it's a slasher movie for like 30 minutes, it's great. But right. as soon as, um, cop station, Oh yeah, it, it kills it. Yeah. Everything after that done. Yeah. Fuck, fuck the rest of the movie. 
and you know, but the slasher stuff they to me, and I love the Texas Chainsaw Chainsaw series, but uh, th- that like thirty minutes of the chase and stuff was like the best chase in those movies. I think that maybe not. Maybe, maybe I'm mean, stretch stretching it a little bit. Let but. me go back. Which 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 uh, chase you talking about? Before she gets to the carnival or at the end? Yeah, before. Before the carnival stuff. Whenever, yeah, that was not uh, bad. Right, okay. And I, it, I, th- I think the only reason is because it's a Leatherface movie, finally. Uh, I'm, I was never, uh, you know, when it's the ensemble of the family and stuff, everybody's got their own little, you know, niche to work out and what they do in the family. You know, like Leatherface is the, is the mom figure who, right. you know, does all the cooking and, and you got the, you know, the dad and the brother. You know, when it's just Leatherface and a chainsaw, yes, because that's what that's what you want, you know, and you got all these other characters that have to get their fucking bits in. It's like, ah, you know, just give me one guy with a weapon chasing after a girl. That's it. You know, you're right. I never, I never thought of it from that perspective. That, that's it, that's it why cool. that's the only reason that that movie works even remotely, because there's so much fucking terrible shit in that movie. But it works because it stripped, it got rid of the fucking family. It's like fuck the family. There, here's the guy you want to see. That, right. That's it. It's the guy that's on every cover of every one of these movies. You know, he's the guy who wields the chainsaw. It's called Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Right. That's true, and that's why I liked the beginning, uh, the prequel, because it, it, it that was the one that focused more on Leatherface uh-huh. than the others, than fucking two and three. And God, that god awful next generation, and the remake. The remake, <laughs> the remake was all, and I love him in the. I love him in the beginning, and I like him in general. But it was like fucking seventy five percent Arlie Ermy. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. It the was remake so was all him. On. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. it was, and I like him. See, I, I don't want to shit on him because it's not his fault. But he was much better utilized in the next movie, where it was you know half of him and half a Leatherface. It, mm-hmm. it worked well to me. Uh, yeah, that's just. I, I think I'm in the minority that I'm a big fan of the beginning. Not a big fan, but I like the beginning, and I'm really not a fan of the remake. I, I like it now. When I first watched it, I didn't like it at all, and I think I might have even turned it off. But wow. yeah, but I've heard people talk about, it and I, you know, they're like, "Dude, this is. It's got what 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 drew me back in was the the gore." Of it, it's right. like no, the dude. It's got the best gore of any chainsaw movie, and I yeah, I'd probably agree with that. It's the, got the best kills and best gore. Yeah, it's cool. It has a good ass ending. Okay, I love the way. <clears> oh that. yeah, yeah. It makes no sense, but still badass. What does it make sense? Oh, she runs. Oh, she, she gets. How he was she in the gets car? into the fucking car. This guy is six foot tall, three hundred pounds. <laughs> she and don't you know? I'm yeah. Okay, she's panicking. She's not thinking straight. Sure. But, and then, I mean, it's badass to all of a sudden just rev up and then fucking slice her in half. Yeah, it was and sweet. then she crashes into the fucking cops. That shit is fucking awesome. Yeah. But yeah. Yes. But I, 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 I see what you're saying. Just the fact that he was in the car that quick. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that's, that's, you know, I guess you kind of got to check, check that because yeah, that, I mean, that, that's that was standard a that, slasher stuff. That, that was a, a, a Jason Takes Manhattan teleportation there. You know, oh. when he's going from every single room in, on the ship, you know, just instantly. That's what Leatherface, he utilized that 
<laughs> in in that movie. He went from chasing her from the house, and then he just appeared in the car. <laughs> Fuck! Don't even. Yeah, he did. This is true, and that does happen. And I, I, I don't even want to talk about Jason takes Manhattan. <laughs> How about this? Jason goes to hell. Um, someone said something the other day on Facebook, and it was about Jason goes to hell or something, and. I don't know how it started. It might have been the Skeleton Crusade or something or other. I forgot what it was. Maybe you even saw it or liked it or something. But somehow the subject came up about uh, one of the sequels, or Jason Goodell or something. Maybe Halloween. Bottom line is I thought about it. I was going to put this question up on our page, and I forgot to do it because I don't know how to do polls. So <laughs> oh. I don't know how to do the polls. Maybe you do. I don't know. So I didn't put it yeah, on yeah. our page. But oh, you I mean like thinking, ask ask a question? Yeah, I can. Yeah, do that. and he had the four yeah, sure. choices or whatever. I was trying to think which is the worst horror sequel of the big, the big franchises. What what what's the absolute fucking worst? Is it Out resurrection? Of all of them? Is it is it resurrection? Is it fucking uh, Texas Chainsaw Next Generation? Is it uh Friday the Thirteenth? Uh, Jason goes to hell, or you know whatever. Take your pick. Which one do you think is the is the worst? I think I think it's a good question. You know. Uh, see, you see, I would put five uh, on there and not resur- I, I can I can watch Resurrection and and have fun with that, but yeah, five I, five is abysmal to me. I'll give you I'll I'll, I'll give him a tie. Yeah. Five and Resurrection are are equally horrible. Yeah. And um, but Resurrection did more. It was more than horrible. It actually insulted me and pissed me off as a fan. Because I, I saw it once. I went to the movies to see it, and I loved the way H2O ended. It was a great end of a series, great end of a character. Fucking perfect, really. I mean, you don't get better than a beheading and a little bit of the oh, drama. Oh, it was brilliant. The scene oh, with the fucking brilliant. Yeah, wasn't it? The head rolls the, and the credits roll. Dude, fucking okay. awesome. <clears throat> okay? And the way they cheated us at the beginning of Resurrection was just the most insulting fucking thing ever. And then what happened after having Buster Rhymes there or Trick or Treat, motherfucker. That, uh, that's all I retained from that movie. That really bad cheat and Buster uh, Rhymes being in the that's movie. What makes it, that's what makes it watchable. It's so fucking stupid. I said I'll never watch it again. And I saw it the day it came out at the movies. And I have never watched it again. So I, um, to me, it's always going to be the biggest fucking turd there is. Yeah, check this out though. That was, I think on the H2O commentary, uh, Steve Miner he talks about when they shot the ending, and and Michael wakes up. You know, he's pinned between the 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 van and the the tree or whatever it is, and and I noticed it this time. I didn't before, but he wakes up and he puts his hands on his head, and he kind of like looks around, and it's kind of like he's kind of got like a what's going on thing. They filmed that what? with intent to do the sequel. What Straight up. Fuck? he Steve Miner says it. I don't know if he wanted to do it, and I think maybe they shot it like two different ways. But when you go back and watch it, when he wakes up, he puts his hands on his head like, why am I wearing a mask? And then, and then like kind of looks around like that's like it, it can be played both ways. But if you watch it knowing that it's really not him going into the fucking, you know, bullshit sequel. That that's how wow. they filmed it. Yeah. I couldn't believe that. That, that doesn't help it at all. That makes No, me, it doesn't. Anything, it makes yeah. me dislike H2O more now. Exactly. Right? I know. Right? Yeah. And I didn't dislike it before. But now I'm I'm looking at and they did the same thing in part 4 with the fucking 
eventually, or pardon me, in part five, how it led to six when they had the, 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 the masked man, or not, what the fuck, the man in black, that whole yeah. situation, how it led to the thorn in the next movie, how they were playing up on it. And it's the same, that fucking, you talk about the Nightmare series. That series, I don't know, man, that, there's some pretty poor shit going on in there. Great, and yeah. that. Oh, just, yeah, it's terrible. Great character, terrible sequels. I mean, really, right? straight up. And I was uh, going to say it before. I'm sorry, go ahead. Because it's, it's uh, off subject. No, 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 go ahead. I, I don't even know what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, it popped in my head before, but th- this is a common thing I've noticed in horror movies. Every time you take a movie to the police station, it fucking shits the bed. Oh. It happened, <laughs> am I right? Huh. It happened in Jeepers Creepers. That movie was great until they got to that fucking police station. Wow, yeah, you're right. It happened in fucking Texas Chainsaw 3D. It happened in that Halloween movie. Well, I shouldn't say it didn't happen in Halloween 5, but it this leaves a bad taste in my mouth. But there's other, you know, anytime a movie goes to a cop station and then it proceeds from there, the movie always loses steam. Wow, yeah, right? you're absolutely right, dude. I wish, I want to try and think of other examples, but nothing's coming others. to mind, but... It does happen, and but it's a fucking, it's just it's a flop. You bring a movie to a, a horror movie, as soon as you step and set foot into a, a cop shop, that's it. Fucking <laughs> movie fucking takes okay. a shit. Okay, so what about Maniac Cop? <laughs> Is that ah. fucking killed from the get go? <laughs> I still oh, haven't seen them. Remember we discussed it on the fucking, oh yeah, that's uh, right on the Uncle Sam show. Yes, I am yet to see the the William Lustig directed Maniac Cop series. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but I should. That, that movie's screwed. You started in a goddamn police station. <laughs> Maybe Our, it gets better as it goes on. Maybe after they get out of the police station, it gets better from there. Yes, uh, I, I like. <laughs> I've only seen the first Maniac Cop, but I, I really liked it. Oh, it's got it's got some good charm. I'll, I'll have to check it out. I'll see what I can do with it. Yeah, that that police academy uh, horror uh, sequel they did, which is oh brother, Bobcat Goldthwait, you know, sorry, killing motherfuckers and. <laughs> oh, they should have turned it into that. <laughs> there was so many police academy sequels. They may they may as well have fucking just gone horror with it after like part four or five. What? Why don't I mean? Why don't we get more? Well, I know why. It's money. But I was gonna say, yeah, why don't we get like fucking risks like that being taken? I mean, uh, you know, just like, yeah, just take the same characters, put them in a fucking different <laughs> movie. You know, it's like, like the one I, you I guess that today. wouldn't work. Yeah. Like the one you know, they did it with those guys, Hot Fuzz and fucking Shaun of the Dead and this thing. It's the same characters in different type of movies. Well, kinda. it's not it's not literally the same characters, but it's the same actors and they kind of play it similar you know, there's certain character types that are similar. It's written the same, but yeah, no, they're definitely like, like brother and sister, and I guess brother again, uh, movies. Uh, okay, but, but you yeah. could they, you they, they could have gotten away with it. They could have just named him Sean all three movies. You're ab- time, yeah. Oh, right? it, yeah. They could. Oh, <laughs> dude, go. that's that's a great <laughs> idea. Okay, so <laughs> if they made Sean of the Dead, uh-huh. and and they're like, okay, we want to make other movies, but we don't want to do a horror movie. They take Sean. And then all of a sudden the they put friend? him in an action movie. Right. That would have been fucking awesome. Holy shit. Right? I'm huh. telling you, we're destined to fucking... We've come together. Banana Laser is a fucking... <laughs> Banana Laser Studios brings you <laughs> Shaun of the Dead 2. Uh, fucking Bad Boys 2 or something, you know. 
it's a fucking start. It's the it's between Shaun of the Dead two, and uh, our our other project Arbor Day, which has to be <laughs> Harbor done. Harbor Day. You Point know? Break. Shaun of the Dead two. <laughs> he's back and he's an ex president. <laughs> I'm uh, telling you, Banana Laser is a springboard. Eventually, ten years from now, you and I are gonna be fucking famous directors. <laughs> We're gonna yeah. have fucking movies out yeah. there. The the whole nine. I can write. You can fucking produce. And good. I'm telling you. I think we can both act. We'll be all right. Act. Yeah. Everybody's heard our bits. Yeah. We can definitely <laughs> act. Oh yeah, my god. There you go. <laughs> oh, these guys sound so though. natural when Crazy Ralph came out from the closet. <laughs> Holy fuck. It, yeah. Oh, it's hey. like it's really happening. Yeah. They're so what? natural. This is baby stages, you know? We're only, yeah. uh, whatever, six, seven, whatever yeah, the fuck that, shows in. Yeah, that was our training wheels right there. Yeah, that's all. Think about it. I, I've heard mm. a lot of horror podcasts, and well, I'm not saying nothing. Everything, <laughs> everything's good. We're okay. The show's good. Every show is good. You know? Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> let's, let's hope for fucking Every success. <laughs> success for us all, please. You know? Oh, brother. <laughs> Oh, right. Well, I think, uh, yeah, I think we've babbled on long enough. We should get out yeah. of here, and uh, uh, we'll be back with um, our review of Your Next. Stay tuned. More of Scooby-Doo. Where are you? Coming right up. Right. Lasers, we are back, and we are going to be discussing a movie that just came out called Your Next, and the tagline is, did you remember to lock the front door? Uh, <laughs> yeah, really? The, yeah, exactly. I never believe the taglines, because they're so fucking poorly fucking written. Uh, that's what I should do, is just start making them up, and then... <laughs> And yeah, then see it, right. and see yeah, see if you figure it out. But yeah, this movie uh, just came out. Um, uh, there's a lot of buzz behind this movie because it actually was made like two years ago. I noticed and, that. Yeah, what's up with that? This, uh, I didn't know till tonight after I got out. I, had, I was thinking about the actors. I went on IMDb and it's a 2011. I'm like, what yeah, what's this? That's because uh, and I've been I've been anticipating this movie you know for two years and yes. <laughs> so that's a big build-up but anyways um, it, it's kind of like anticipating return of the jedi after empire strikes back but um <laughs> yeah so this, it's an independent movie and and you know when you're an independent movie you know it, so much it takes so much money to distribute a movie nationwide you know and that's what the big studios help to do and these guys didn't do that, so then they, they moved it around to, you know, festivals and stuff like that to try and sell the movie, essentially. And if, uh, I think it was, was it Lionsgate? I don't, I don't know who bought this movie, but it somebody. Is yes, okay, they bought it, and then, yep. and then they distributed it. And rightfully so, because, um, uh, well, let's just say that we're going to have an open discussion about this movie. Uh, it is brand new. 
uh, to theaters, and so we will talk spoilers. Uh, so if you haven't seen it and don't want to get spoiled because there is some spoilery kind of stuff that we could talk about, uh, I would say do not listen any further. Zip up your banana and put it back in your pants. <laughs> <clears throat> right. Yeah. Yeah, so, right. yeah, a lot of buzz behind this movie, and I'm going to – I I'm, I, I don't know where to start. I mean – because I don't know how to talk about this movie and not say that I I liked it or disliked it. So I'm just going to say right up front, I really enjoyed this movie. I had a, It was one of the most pleasurable experiences I've had uh, at the movie theaters uh, this year. And there's been tons, tons of great shit that came out this year. Yeah, um, true. And, and I even sat next to a couple who was fucking talking back to the screen the whole time. And that huh. didn't even throw me off no I, shit. I, because I was agreeing with everything they were saying. They're like, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, hit them again. Hit him. Why aren't you hitting them? You know, I mean, normally right. that shit drives me up the wall. But for right. some reason, with this whole experience and this movie, uh, it just all fell into place. And I just had a great time. Nice. Got to yeah. love that. Got to love fucking having a great time with the movies. Yeah. So this, if in case you guys, well, I'm, I said spoilers, but in case you don't know uh, the premise of this movie, it's about a family who goes to uh, an out away, you know, uh, second home, so to speak, and to celebrate their parents' uh, uh, wedding anniversary, their 35th wedding anniversary. And it's a big family, a bunch of siblings and, and boyfriends and, and wives and stuff like that. And uh, then uh, during dinner, their house comes under attack by... Uh, masked assailants, uh, essentially, right. and that's essentially the movie. There's not a lot more to it than that. No, it's pretty basic. It's home invasion. Yeah, we've seen it before. Yeah, home invasion. You know, uh, it's think about the strangers, but instead of having two people, you have uh, ten. I, I thought about <laughs> you know? okay, and I'm glad you brought that up because I thought about the the strangers a lot during the first thirty minutes. Right. I'm like, okay, is this going to be The Strangers? I'm a huge, big fan of The Strangers. I love it. But no, this is something uh, much different. And uh, whereas The Strangers was all about tension and suspense. And right. this one, it does have that stuff, but it's it's also about, you know, uh, all the punches that come along with, with a cool uh, slasher movie. So right. it, it it has suspense, but it's not just constantly ratcheting it up. You know, it, it, it there's uh, points where it's relieved, essentially. You know, like uh, the strangers just keeps climbing and climbing and climbing and climbing and climbing and doesn't stop until you know the, the last ten minutes or whatever. Yeah, well, that they, they, they had to. They only had two characters in the movie, and the one guy that showed up at the end, and they had nothing else to go with. So it had yep. to be suspenseful in order for it to work. And I also like the strangers. So I hear you, so, and I like the way it ended, especially. Oh yeah. Um, so what? Uh, let's just. Uh, I mean, what did you think about this movie? Let's get it out right, right in the open. I enjoyed it. I um, I, I've come to realize that the home invasion movies. I'm a fan of them, but I'm not as big a fan of them as I am like a regular slasher, yeah, or other subgenres. And it would really have to be mind blowing to really you know, really impressed me and saying, oh, what a great movie. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I don't, you know, 
I had a good time with it, and it, it, it is a good movie. I just, for whatever reason, the, the home invasion movies, I like them. I, I just don't connect with them as much as I do, you know, other subgenres of horror, I guess you would say. But for a home invasion movie, it's top notch. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. yeah. It, it, this movie, to me, it, it goes to show that um, you don't, you don't you need a uh, uh, a big plot you know to to drive a movie necessarily especially in the horror genre all right. you got to do is know how to do a certain you know all the, you got to know how to do all the bits well and and that's uh you know like we were talking about the conjuring you know that has so many clichés and this movie does too but it's all in how it's made and it's actually well made and it makes for an enjoyable movie. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, um, uh, let's just, you know, there's, you know, lots of horror movies these days try to in- inject humor into the story. And lots of times it, it <laughs> you know, it doesn't work. It falls flat, you know, all that shit. But there's a lot of funny moments in this movie right. that seem so natural and it comes off so funny because I think it's it's two things. It's the characters and it's the acting of the characters that right. make it so good. And because, you know, it's a family and you really get a sense of of siblings and sibling uh, rivalry yes. and, and all that shit. And so there's a lot of comedy that comes out of that. And it's it's well acted. And and yeah, I mean, there's there's probably three maybe even four moments where i laughed out loud absolutely and, yeah I, I i had i laughed more than i intended but it was it was a different type of laughter i was laughing it was it was something that to me was funny but it's not funny to everybody like even my wife asked me she goes why, why are you laughing she asked me it's just it it's my sense of humor it's some of the <laughs> really do you have an said. example yeah like the one part when when it when <laughs> When it first happened, when the first guy gets whacked, uh, Tariq, whatever the hell, the director, whatever the hell. Ty West. Yeah. Ty West, yeah, which I just found out not too long ago. Yeah, which is pretty interesting. So Ty West is playing this part, and he's the boyfriend of the uh, the, the the only daughter. Yeah, right? the, they have the, yeah the daughter sibling. Yeah, the, they have three and sons and one daughter. Well. Right. So it's the daughter's boyfriend. And, you know, the, uh, it's, it's weird those two get whacked first. But and they're on the screen the least amount of time. But anyway, Ty West, whatever Tariq his name is, he stands up because they're they're arguing, right? <laughs> you know, the older brother makes a remark because he's kind of a a bit of a pompous ass and uh, an ass kisser and daddy's boy. Oh, I know what you're gonna. He like zones out the window, right? Well, is he zones out the window, <laughs> but he doesn't. Be, that's not what's funny. It's funny after he gets whacked because the the kid gets out there and <laughs> Ty West. Tariq gets fucking shot in the eye, I believe, with the arrow, and goes down. And then the older brother is bickering a little bit with the youngest brother. Um, Drake is the oldest brother. The youngest brother is Felix. And um, <laughs> he's bickering with him about something. He says, hey, our cell phones don't work. And, the, and, and then the, the younger brother goes, well, he goes, they could have a cell phone jammer. He goes, it, you know, he says, essentially, it only costs $30 or something. Yeah, something. And why then was the older he going? <laughs> makes a remark about him. He goes, ah, he goes, leave it to you to fucking be involved in some low-life shit like that or something. I know, yeah, that was hilarious. You're right. Right. See, that's what I'm saying. You found it funny. I found it funny. I laughed out loud. I, 
I venture to say not, you know, I don't think half the people in the theater laughed at that. Oh, I thought that was hilarious. Yes, yeah. I thought it was hilarious also. And, it's just my humor that in the middle of all that, they're still bickering. It's, and, just, and, it's just so funny, you know? Yeah, and, and the other, the oldest brother, he gets shot with an arrow in the shoulder, and then <laughs> later... <laughs> He's he's going through the doorway and he hits it on something. Yes, that was fucking yes. hilarious. Yes, sir. Yes, it hilarious. was hilarious. And 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 the reason is funny because we've seen that shit in so many other movies, but it seems so natural in yeah. this movie. Like you really believe that this was a family and that these you know brothers would be you know fighting about this and they'd have all this animosity and and shit uh, towards each other. And uh, it's kind of funny because. Okay, this movie starts out with, you know, it's all about this family, and they're coming back together and and all that stuff. And slowly over the course of the movie, you see that, well, yeah, even though they might have been this loving family, over time, something has happened. And and a lot of these uh, siblings don't care about the rest of their family anymore, clearly. So it's kind of interesting to see it. Uh, to see all that kind of deteriorate through this through the course of the movie. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you know it's seeded a long time ago with these brothers and stuff like that. But it's just funny because it starts out one way, it, it takes that perception, and then it flips it on its head. See, but you kind of knew it was coming. At least I, I thought that because first of all, the very beginning is is the, is the couple is they they get whacked right off the bat. It's a professor and a student. We we find out later as the parents. Yeah, the there. neighbors. Yeah, right. The neighbors. So they get whacked right off the bat, and um, now they're driving up, and then you see, I want to call them the main couple. It's um, fucking, um, the the Aussie girl, the Australian yeah, the heroine, girl, Aaron, yeah, the heroine, yeah, and, and uh, what's his name, uh, Tristan. I don't know. Tristan, uh, <laughs> uh, the guy with the beard. Yeah. The guy with the beard. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Uh, Maxim, or Crispin. That's his name. I think it's. Oh uh, yeah, Crispin. Okay, yeah, that's okay. right. Okay, so Crispin and and um. He sounds whatever. like a cereal. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Crispin critters. Yeah, yes. <laughs> critters. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Crispin and Aaron are, are driving up, and doesn't he make a remark to her that he she says something about your family? He he tells her that my father retired from whatever the fuck. Oh yeah, she, she, like she, a little yeah, they set it up. They, they came from money, but then he goes well. And she said she makes some remark, and he goes, "Well, he says something about my family." He goes, "Well, you'll see, or something." It was some type yeah, of but foreshadowing thought... about that there might be a fucking bad apple in the bunch, or they might not all get along as you might expect. Or I just thought I just thought he was describing how he doesn't get along with his brothers. I thought that was because it really that's what it seemed like. It's like the three brothers. Right. Don't really get along, but I thought I didn't really think anything else to, into it. No, now, no, no. I, that that was my point. That, that there was going to be some type of sibling rivalry or uh, some okay. type of you know uh, thing in the family that does you know you could suspect there might be an argument or drama between the family members right. after they got there. That's all. And then, and sure enough, it it played out that way. Now, what I did think would come come into play is. She asked him on the way there. She's like, "So your your family has a lot of money, essentially." And they start talking about money. And I was like, "Okay, that's the motive uh, for right. wh- whoever these guys are." You know, at, at the mm-hmm. time I didn't know, but I'm like, "Okay, money is going to be the motive um, for these guys." You know, I mean, I 
you know, having watched the the trailers and stuff like that, I didn't think there was going to be a motive. I thought it was going to be like the strangers, where it's just going to be right. like, hey, let's kill these people. You know, fuck it, we're crazy. Ah. Right, right, you know? exactly. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and they have those fucking crazy masks and all that. It looks menacing. Great look. Great. Yes. Look. Oh yeah, definitely. Pretty basic, my, but a great look. Yes. No, it's the the simpler the better. Really, my girlfriend. Right. This is the first movie. Uh, since we've met, and I've dragged her to a lot of movies, and this is the first one where she said, "Nope, not gonna watch it." I'm like, "Well, babe, it's just, it's just like you know, Jason and and Halloween and, and all." Nope, nope, this could really happen. Don't don't want to see it. So it's it's the whole home invasion thing and the masks and stuff like that. She doesn't want to fucking watch that. You know, speaking of the trailer, I did not see the trailer, and I, I have a new rule: I don't watch them anymore. And um, the, what I knew about this movie is that I believe it was you. You told me, but I also heard from other people that at the uh, at the film festivals and you know just the word of mouth mm-hmm. is that it, it was it was it was a good word of mouth, and yeah. that was honestly good enough for me that the, that the horror fans at the conventions and what have you were seeing it and it had a a favorable response. And that was enough for me to say, you know what, I'm not going to watch the trailer. I'm just going to go into this blind because um, it wasn't a big deal, but we talked about it at the Conjuring show. And I don't like the fact that they did the thing with the clap clap scene. And, and, and it was just one little jump scare. But for whatever reason, I've just decided that I'm I'm not watching trailers anymore. That's good. I'm yeah, going I can't... in blind. If I can help it, I'm not going to, you know put my hand on the Bible or something and say, I'm never going to watch a trailer again. <laughs> I'm going to really make a conscious effort to not watch a trailer. So I, you were even today at the movies when they were doing the carry thing, I watched the first, even though I saw it once before, but my memory's shit. So it doesn't matter. But I watched like the first, like half of it. And then I said, I don't want to see what they're going to do at the end and everything. And so I didn't watch it, you know? So what you left the theater or you closed your no, eyes? I just put my head down. Oh, I got you. I got That's you. That's it. I just said, I'm not going to pay attention because I know that they're going to show all the good shit of when the shit hits the fan and carry and all the stuff goes down. Oh, yeah, they and do. I don't want to see yeah. that. Yeah, because that would kind of ruin it. I want yeah, to they show it. a lot in that trailer. You see? That's just it. And so, so trying and not to watch trailers. Anymore. When you but, were watching your next, you, you were pretty floored that when one of the killers takes his mask off and it's Ben Affleck. <laughs> Holy shit. Fucking ben Affleck. I can't believe they cast him in this fucking role. What the <laughs> fuck? Yes. That's why he's going to be a great Batman. See? Yeah, no he shit. He has a mask on. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you can either play a fucking lamb or he can play Batman. A lamb or a bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, let's talk about these killers. I mean, uh, you know, okay, we find out later in the movie that uh, these killers were hired by uh, multiple siblings to kill the parents and the entire family to fucking you know get the um, uh, uh, get the inheritance money uh, from their parents now but at the same time uh, these are hired hitmen but it really seems like that they're kind of uh, playing with the family and stuff like that it's like uh, you know, at first they're shooting arrows into the house and, and they right. kill at least one person. But it's like, really, if they were hitmen or anything like that, wouldn't they just bust in and just fucking? I mean, couldn't they wipe them all out if they just ran in and just killed them? Don't you think? Sure. I mean, granted, it would be a terrible movie. Something. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Then we have no movie, right? Yeah. But, yeah. but I mean, they they were menacing with the masks. 
and I kind of wish that uh, we never even saw them without their masks, you Correct. know, and stuff like that. But uh, I thought it was a great look. Uh, the weapons they used, the bow and arrow, just yep. the straight knives, you know, no guns or anything like that. I, right. I think the villains in this movie really work. Yeah, they were good, and, and, and those masks were, you know, even though they were basic, they were menacing. It was a lamb and a fox, and a... I saw in the credits that it was a tiger. I couldn't tell the honestly. I couldn't tell the difference. Well, uh, I could tell the fox and the lamb was different, but I thought there was two lambs and one fox. That's what I thought, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, so yeah, there's three guys. Yeah. But really, whenever one was on screen, I was like, well, I can't tell. I I really couldn't tell which one was which. I'm like, they really? all kind of looked the same to me. So they just all kind of blurred together until you started to see more of them, and it was right. like, okay, that's the guy with the bow and arrow, and you know, shit like that. One was the fox, so I just went with that. And he was in the house. He was under the bed with the mother and everything. He he was his own thing. And the other ones looked the same to me. You know, that, that's, just, that's just what yeah. I saw. So, so um, they were cool looking. You oh, know, yeah. it, was, it was interesting. Uh, the brothers, did did you figure it out? Um, no. No, I didn't figure it out because I really didn't think that it was going to have – I, you know, I, I don't want to call it a twist necessarily, but I guess it kind of is. Um, I mean, I just really didn't assume that it would. This movie is going to have something like that. And at first, I was like, I was almost a little disappointed. I was like, oh man, this is going to be, you know, now he's involved. But really, um, I think it's to the betterment of the movie. Um, yeah, they had at, to add something to it. Yeah, at oh. first I was like disappointed. I was like, "No, nah, I really didn't want this element." But then uh the 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 younger the youngest brother who's doing who's most involved and uh right. he ends up killing his older brother. Uh, that was really interesting. Uh, he yes. fucking stabs him like eight times with random yeah. objects, what I think. Yeah. Fuck, he put like <laughs> six or seven screwdrivers in the guy. It was yeah. crazy. I thought that I was won't great. You die. You yeah. know what the fuck? Yeah. I I I loved that because it showed nothing but their face while he was doing it. It, it went back and forth between mm-hmm. uh, the brothers and showing their faces. And uh, one was so intense. He was like kind of just shocked that he was killing his brother. And right. he had, the other one was sh- fucking shocked because, hey, I'm getting killed by my brother. What the fuck? Right. But it wasn't until he was done. And then it like had a wide shot. And you saw he had like seven screwdrivers in his chest i thought that was cool how they filmed it yeah yeah exactly you know (laughs) that was cool though yes but yeah lots of cool deaths i mean the mother gets fucking uh hacked with a fucking you know machete or something like that uh i think somebody gets whacked with an axe i mean they really change it up in this movie and uh, you know, it doesn't, you know, there's the bow and arrows, the yep. fucking, the youngest brother gets a blender to his head. That was cool. That's the one. That's the banana split right there. Oh, yeah. That wins <laughs> the fucking, yeah, banana split award of the movie. That was Absolutely. fucking badass. Yeah. And that, that reminded me a lot of, uh, Last House on the Left. Exactly. You, dude, you were going to exactly. say that. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking microwave scene. It's like, hmm. You know, yes. next movie is going to have somebody <laughs> getting their face in a toaster or something like that. Or right. George Foreman. It's going to be a George Foreman grill. <laughs> somebody's head is going to get fucking closed in one. Holy <clears throat> fuck, that's great. Yeah. 
He's gonna have the fucking imprint on his face, like, uh, like somebody from uh, the fucking Dick Tracy movie or something. He's gonna oh sit up God. and he's gonna have fucking long things in his face, like one of those villains, you know, like oh the good stomach. <laughs> fucking uh, waffle speak, head, you know. Speaking of fucking uh, uh, bananas, though, uh, fuck. I mean, Is it banana. I missed it. Oh, peeler. The the banana that you would peel. Uh, oh my god absolutely <laughs> holy shit i mean it's right? the, the like d- the dark hair the like kind of goth look the you fucking know. bad girl oh, the shit oh. she said and my, oh my, my god. wife even said something to me before she said it she's like really they're gonna do it with a dead mother on the bed and then oh, she said that it, was... let's do it here with your dead mother right in the bed i'm like holy <laughs> fuck that's that a was bad so... bitch I know, and that was so strange because I was kind of, you know, I was like, oh, I kind of, I kind of want to do that, <laughs> you know. It's like, if if it was any other chick, no, probably not. But it was her, and she was like, no, it's fucking, you know, it's let's fuck right next to your dead mother, you know. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I, yeah, yes. is he gonna do it? <laughs> you know exactly. And her body was killer. When you first see her, she's sitting there with a the cigarette outside. She, you first meet her, she's like, yeah, she's a goth chick, she's average, whatever. But as the movie, progressed, I just thought they were like drug addicts. You know, it's like, oh, they're shady. You know, like drug yeah. addicts, the black sheep of the family, and they kind of are. You know, definitely. Right. They, they kind of are. It was weird because the the father kind of had like his favorite. He had the oldest guy that looked. Oh like yeah. Mark Wahlberg, whatever his name, uh, Drake, right. <laughs> Yeah, that was definitely his favorite. Yeah. Yeah, and that that plays out, and he and and you can see that he's kissing his father's ass, and then there's that one scene with um Crispin outside, and he says something to the older brother. You see Crispin give him a look, the older brother. Like. Oh yeah, yeah. They definitely. It's a little glance. Not I don't know if everybody <laughs> noticed it, but I noticed it. Then he left, and then he has a conversation with his father. He goes, "So how did that thing go? Well, it didn't work out. So and so." And he goes, "Well." And he kind of said something like, you know, to the effect of, you know, you're not trying hard enough, son, or something like, you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. it's a little bit of a letdown. Then there's the girl who's obviously daddy's little girl. You're not going to say nothing about that. Yep. His favorite was the oldest brother and then daddy's little girl who he just fucking sent out as a lamb to the slaughter. There's no way I would. I don't care what the fuck she said in that scene. Oh, yeah. What right? the fuck was up? Okay, that was like the second kill. They're yes. all, uh, yeah, they're panicking and shit. And. And she's like, okay, I'll just make a run for it. And they're still like, why would you let? No. <laughs> Let's I, I think of you. a better plan. You don't even know what is going on. That was ridiculous. But it was a great payoff. I'll a great. Pay- I mean, you knew something was going to happen. Yeah. I thought I thought one of them was going to jump out with like an axe to her head, you know, but having right. the like the razor wire, I thought was pretty brilliant because mm-hmm. she died. I mean, she died almost instantly, but it was like, right? Oh, fuck. you know, it, it was pretty nuts. Yeah, it, it, it was, was true very to good. life. That death exactly. and the mother too, right? Because they took a little bit of time to die, but they they're choking on their own blood. That would happen. Oh yeah, it yeah, absolutely. Happen. You know what I mean? But the thing is, she was trying to prove herself. Remember, she some she goes, nobody will listen to me because he said, who's the fastest? Let's let's uh-huh. let's get the fastest person to run out. And this guy's saying it's me, and the older brother teases him. No, you're fat. He's like, I'm not fat. Remember, I'm not fat anymore. <laughs> that was kind of funny, you know, because he was teasing him earlier because he has like a chubby looking face. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that, that was funny, you know. Even after all that, the guy's got an arrow in his fucking back, and he's still busting his little brother's butt. Oh yeah, <laughs> hilarious shit. Loved <laughs> right. It. Right, and then the girl had to prove herself. She's like, nobody will believe me. I'm, I'm the fastest I can do. I, I ran three miles in whatever nine minutes or whatever the fuck she said. You know, so <laughs> right. I think 
the only thing that that passes that off is the father was saying, okay, I'm going to put my trust in my little girl. Uh, she's she's obviously upset. Nobody here believes her. I'm going to give her the chance to save the day. That's the only way I can explain that. But if it's me, there's no way in fuck my little girl. I'm letting her be the hero. I it's wouldn't just not let anybody happen. run out the door. You know, True. It, it had been two minutes. You know, It's like, dude, let's fucking chill out and you know, try and think of something else or just fucking stay right here. You know, There's somebody out there with a bow and arrow. Like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Stay inside. So, you know, the character that we haven't really talked about is uh, the main heroine and whatever her name is, but she's Aaron. like Australian. Aaron. Yeah. She... Man, is she the fucking one of the most badass uh, heroes you've ever seen? I mean, yeah, she is. I I figured she was going to be the heroine just from uh, uh, screenshots I've seen and stuff like that. But holy shit, she blew me the fuck away after she kills the the, uh, one of the first guys with a fucking with a fucking mallet, like a kitchen mallet. Oh, she Holy fucking, um, shit, that was yes. that was fucking awesome. <laughs> and then you see the young couple, the ones that are actually, you know, in on it. In on it, yeah. And they fucking look at each other. Yeah, and she's like, she takes the mat. Do, do you know this guy, you know, or something <laughs> yeah. like that? Yeah. Oh, that was And they're great. like, uh, no, not anymore or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> that was, and, and, and her whole uh, uh, coming out of her shell, you know, the boyfriend had no idea that she was like a uh, raised by survivalists and all this stuff. So she has this instinct, you know, to just, you know, take control and start surviving and, you know, building traps and just, just all these elements and stuff that made for an excite, super exciting uh, uh, movie. And, you know, once, once it really gets rolling and stuff like that, you just can't wait to see, (laughs) <laughs> you know what interaction is going to happen next and it's it's kind of funny because there's all this action and so many kills and stuff going on but really it all takes place within like a fucking uh a 30 foot radius i mean really they go almost yeah. nowhere around this place but it all it all happens in this almost in the same room really it's like three or four rooms it all happens in and it seems like you know they would spread out a little more but they really don't yeah and it's a huge house too it is huge, yeah. Yes, you see, you see shots from the outside, and you actually see a couple of times how big it is. But when you're watching the movie, you're only seeing like the one living room, the dining room, the, the, the upstairs bedroom where the parents sleep, yeah. and the stairs. And, and, and you know, you and see the really quarters it, yeah. where, where the children stay for like a minute or two. That are you know just they don't mean shit. They're in there for like a minute and having their little interactions. But I mean, yeah, there's so much more to the house. Honestly, you think that they would have done more with it. Being that mm-hmm. it's so big, they could have fucking. Yeah, I can't complain because she was kick ass and she did everything she had to do. And... Oh, she was so kick ass. Yeah, I yeah. mean, she fucking. Okay, I mean, let's talk about the ending. She fucking, <laughs> she puts the blender on the on the fucking youngest brother's head, and then <laughs> it, 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 that that Stay is fucking it. that that is you know, banana peeling you know potassium spilling right there yeah, and it was then fucking awesome yes <laughs> and then yes. what is she, she fucking it? takes takes a, a screwdriver and just fucking jams it in in what's her name z's head yeah. or something like that and that was just like oh my god that's fucking badass and then later was, yes. after her fucking boyfriend's speech and she fucking 
just fucking cuts his throat. That that was so brutal. Is that what she does? Cuts his throat. That was so brutal. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, I didn't know what she was gonna do. I knew she was gonna do something, but I, I thought she would kill him because yeah. I was thinking the two options he gave her weren't really gonna work, and I was thinking choice number three, she's gotta fucking whack him. So yeah, that I've, didn't surprise yeah. me too much, you know. And I must say, I I did have a feeling that Crispin was in on it. But you know what? I thought about Felix and Z earlier before he left because he he said something to his girlfriend to uh, mm-hmm. Aaron and he gave a look and I forgot what it was but because of the way the plot was going and you know, how he was kind of he wasn't really the black sheep but I would say that the youngest couple would have been but you, you don't really get into their characters at all you see that Z is kind of an asshole and she wasn't very friendly right. but Felix was just kind of there see there wasn't a whole lot of character with him until the movie progressed but until the murder started it seemed like he would of anything would have been kind of the black sheep of the family his brother was teasing him and his father was giving him a hard time about something. So the thought did occur to me. I was thinking about money. But then I was like, well, then I kind of dismissed it. But then when he went missing for the fucking last half hour of the movie, and my wife's telling me, she's like, he's dead, he's dead, he's got to be dead. I'm like, no. I said, in a movie like this, either A, he's in on it, he's not dead, you will see him again, or B, he's the hero at the end. And that's what I said. And I left it at that. But I had a feeling, I'm not going to say that I had a, I'm not going to say that I thought Felix and Z were in on it because I did not until it happened. That that took me by total surprise. But Crispin, I thought may have been in on it. And then when you see the phone call at the end, that that was fucking brilliant. That was great. Oh yeah, that worked. That yeah, when he was gone, uh, yeah, it was I kept thinking. Yeah, it was it was a really long time, and I just was yeah. like, okay, they're not showing him. What's going on? Right. Some something is bound to happen. Mm-hmm. And and this is why I thought of when she builds that trap. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street style mm-hmm. with the fucking axe above the door. The exactly. first thing I thought of was he's gonna come through that door and get killed. He's gonna the boyfriend yeah. is gonna be the the last guy is gonna come back with help. She's gonna be there and then she's gonna see him get killed by this trap that she built. I I, I almost got a knot in my stomach because I was like, oh my god, he's you know I was just so nervous uh, for her thinking that she's gonna kill her boyfriend and she like it ultimately was you know somebody else but yeah that's why i kept too (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah oh yeah a good good way to finish it oh yeah yeah great great payoff at the end and it was total nightmare on elm street and that's all i thought of the entire time oh yeah it was ridiculous because just like in nightmare on elm street she did it in like a fucking span of five minutes and this girl did the same thing it was almost like a nod (laughs) in in, in its ridiculousness i don't know if it was but both both scenes were cool but ridiculous at the same time. You except, know? except Nancy wasn't raised by survivalists. <laughs> she just read a fucking book. This is <laughs> so, true. Yeah, it's true. Improvised. Oh, or whatever uh, I, I suddenly know trap. how to set up booby traps, <laughs> slick shoes, and uh, so, uh, uh, you know, another element of this movie that just fucking knocked me on my ass uh, was the music. Yes, eighties um, total. Yeah. Oh, very right? synth. Very synth yes. style uh, music, but not just not just the soundtrack, but uh, that song that kept playing in their what neighbor's is that house. Song, I you don't know what it reminded me of. And my wife laughed at me, so you're probably gonna think it's ridiculous. Oh, it God. sounded like a like an '80s song, okay? Uh-huh. It sounded to me like a fucking Julian Lennon song of all things. That's what oh, I kept. Oh really? Thinking. 
I kept no. thinking of Julian Lennon. <laughs> I know it's not him. I know it's not him. I don't even but, know what his music sounds like. So. Well, you know that one song, Much Too Late for Goodbye, is the only fucking hit the guy oh, had. Oh, really? Okay. John Lennon's fucking first yeah. son. Yeah, I knew who he was. but so, But that song... I loved how I don't know there's something about that song playing and I kind of liked the song and then they would go back to that house periodically the neighbor's house and the song would repeat and just something about the song repeating and and, and the killers walking around I don't know it just really clicked with me for some reason and it just all really worked I, it was I don't cool know. yeah I, I really enjoyed that whereas I think in any other movie, I would find it completely annoying. It'd be like, why turn the fucking stereo off? Who cares? But I guess it's all about the editing and the style of it. I think it just worked brilliantly. It did work, but the only thing is it wouldn't happen because there's no such thing as a CD with one song on it now. Oh, even yeah. if you have, even if you buy a CD single, it has two or three songs on it. Yeah, and it was saying disc repeat as opposed to yeah, it was to saying disc repeat song repeat. Yeah, and as I'm watching this, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, well, hey, what, I didn't think what about the that. fuck? CD has one song on it. It doesn't work. It doesn't happen that way. But whatever, I'm nitpicking. But th- right. that, it, it still popped in my head as I'm watching the movie. You know, but yeah, I did like that song. But the soundtrack, but the but the the score was very Friday the Thirteenth. Oh yeah, and, and shining, espe- especially at the end. When it was really starting to like ramp it up, at yeah. first it was very subtle, yeah. And then you know it became more percussive, you know, mm-hmm. near the end, and it made me think of you know the the Carpenter soundtracks that I love and stuff like that. And, you know, not exactly like that, but it's very fitting to this movie, and it w- worked exactly as it was supposed to. You know, yeah. It was nice though. It, it reminded me of Friday the Thirteenth when they're running. They're going, you know, like the fucking violins. They were doing that. <laughs> what <laughs> yeah, was that? That sucked. I could do it better, but I'm not gonna fucking repeat it. But <laughs> and then later on, it sounded a little bit like The Shining. It reminded me of that. I can't even do it. <laughs> I was gonna try it again. You got. It's just one of those things that has to come out fucking naturally, and I can't do it. Right oh now. man. I check out right our uh, check out our um, sidecast with Dave Z <laughs> doing soundtracks. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm okay at voices a little bit, but I can't so much do the yeah. fucking. You do a great <laughs> Joe Pesci. <laughs> you know, what the fuck? I'm now sounding like Michael J. I'm not saying a fucking word, I'm <laughs> right? <laughs> Please don't turn me into that. Oh, fucking Michael tweet. J. Right? Oh, brother. <laughs> but how about Barbara Crampton? Wasn't it nice to see her again? Who, what? Barbara Crampton is the mother. Who's that? Oh, fuck. Okay, well, she is a, um, she, I'll tell you who featured her recently besides this movie, which was made after, but of course, Mr. Rob Zombie, who likes to throw in fucking John Ravetz in his movies, she was one of the three witches. And, um, really? Barbara Crampton, yeah, she's the girl from fucking Reanimator and, um, From Beyond. No shit. And uh, she was in Puppet Master, and she was in, um, what the fuck else was she in back in the day? Really? I did not recognize her. Oh, well, see, here's the deal. As I'm watching the movie, first you see the mother, and she has her hair up, and she looks kind of old. Then the next scene, you see her with her hair down, and she looked completely different and much prettier. And I was like, oh, look at this shit. And it still didn't resonate with me, but at the very end, the credits rolled, and it's a Barbara Crampton. I'm like, holy fuck, that's fucking Barbara Crampton. Yeah, yeah, she's a... um, an 80s horror actress. You know? Oh, you know what? Now that I see a picture of her online, I see it now. But in the movie, yeah, no, it doesn't. 
it didn't connect with me at all. Huh, that's no, funny. No, but yeah. I, I know her most from... Um, yeah, Reanimator. Seen, yeah, yeah, Reanimator. From Beyond, I've seen several times. And uh, yeah, those she two. was one of the witches in Lords of Salem, like like one of the three in the apartment complex. Well, she was in Lords of Salem, and her name her name was Virginia Cable. So I'm trying to figure. I, I'm she, assuming she was the third witch, maybe the palm reader. And, it, and once again, I didn't catch on to it because well, I know was, it wasn't Dee Wallace, and I know it wasn't the girl that ran the the uh, the hotel. There's a so, lot of people cut out of that movie. You know, you're right. You know, from uh, the flashbacks and stuff like that. So maybe she was just cut out like that. Virginia, let me see. Maybe she was one of the original witches. I don't know, but he does that. You know that. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Said she didn't. And yeah, one week from Tuesday, fucking Lords of Salem is gonna be on Blu-ray, and I'm fucking psyched. Yeah, and I'm fucking not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'll probably watch that again. You know, I mean, I. I've seen it yep, three whatever. Times, really? Three times. Jesus and I cannot Christ. wait to watch the Blu-ray because that's going to look beautiful on Blu-ray. That, that's why I'm excited because it, it was done so well with with the colors and the way it looks and everything that, that I'm really excited to see it on Blu-ray. This, you know, It isn't because I think it's the greatest movie ever. Yeah. It's just because it, it's, you know, the way it was filmed and, and the way it looks, some movies that you know they're going to look really nice on Blu-ray. That's all. And Yeah. To me, that's one of them. Like House of a Thousand Corpses, I fucking love that Blu-ray. It's full of color. It's just full of oh yeah, that yeah, yeah, that's all over the place stylistically. Almost a little too much, in my opinion. But yeah, I I see. I love that shit, and it's just like Suspiria. I can fucking don't know, don't know when Suspiria is coming to Blu-ray in the states. But fuck, if there's ever a movie that's made for Blu-ray, it's fucking Suspiria. We'll probably get the remake before. Oh man! <laughs> you know the remake may or may not happen. By the way. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You don't know. I don't want to see it. But anyways. <laughs> yeah, there we go. But anyway, um, uh, yeah, Barbara Crampton. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. And um, yeah, Ty West. You know, I mean, he How about played. That? I didn't oh, know oh, if I you, looked you, tonight. And, and you know what is hilarious that you probably didn't catch on to is the older brother is like that whole thing. The older brother is also a director himself and at slash slash actor, and but they're having that conversation. And the Ty West character, he's like, "Oh, I'm a film director. That's right. I I direct documentaries." And he's like, "You know what? You know what I really love right now commercials. is commercials." <laughs> yeah. That was fucking hilarious. It and knowing was. that they're both directors, brilliant, dude. And you knew that going in. Yeah. See that's funny. See, I oh, wish so and they're, they're, they're like, I just watch TV for the commercials. I think you know, <laughs> it's like, why don't you make documentary uh, commercials? I think you can do that. <laughs> Him and his asshole. Wife. Oh my right. god, that that's was so great, funny. Though. Yeah. Yes, that was fucking funny. And then he said, "Underground, uh, whatever." He goes, "What do you mean? You, you, you an underground director? You, you, you film underground? underground? <laughs> you actually what show the... these movies underground?" He said. <laughs> he was like, kind of being condescending to him. And she, oh, yeah. Man. Oh, what an asshole. Yeah, absolutely. Right. He was an asshole. His wife was an asshole that wouldn't put out, and it was all fucking uptight. You could tell they were. The oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, he tries to put the moves on. She's just like, nope, not being, nope, not right. having it. She has a killer body, but what a bitch. You know, and you knew it right off the bat. That's what I said. I was looking at my wife. We were going in. I said, well, I go, you got three assholes out of like 10 people. <laughs> That's what I said. I go, you got the, 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 the guy, the wife, and Z. Those are the three assholes. I go, those three are going to die. You know that now. And yeah. the rest of the people are okay. You know, that's what I thought, you know. 
You got to have oh, a couple. No, pretty much everybody dies. <laughs> yeah. Pretty. Which is I mean, fucking great. Yeah. Oh, fucking yeah. Loved it. You know. Absolutely. That's, I'm a fan. I whatever the heroine did her thing and whatever it was great. But the thing is, once again, see, we don't get to see it, but it it could have been one of those endings like, um, what the fuck? Uh, happy birthday to me, where they come in and you know. Oh, well, well, it did say uh, in the credits, it was showing pictures of all the characters and her picture, the main girl. It was like a a photograph and it said like suspect underneath. I don't know if you saw that, but yeah. Oh, I always stay for the credits and this time I didn't. Son of a bitch. Really? Mm -hmm. So she ended up running off and she's the suspect. So there you go. Yeah. So it's the same thing, which is kind of cool. I I just can't. I can't wait for. Yeah. uh, Your next two. Uh, the Legend of Crispin's Gold. <laughs> That's going to be good. Or Tristan's Gold, for that matter. <laughs> Starring Corey Feldman. <laughs> oh, brother. Yeah. Those, those wacky uh, roommates, flatmates, those guys. Flatmates, yeah. there you go. <laughs> Did you realize she was Australian, by the way? Until, uh, until not she at, said it later. I, I knew she was something, but... I mean, she said I, down under, and that that obviously that was the the giveaway. But I felt like I her accent like got uh, bigger and bigger as the movie went on. Like at first, it re- I really didn't recognize it, but it felt like it just kept getting, you know, I, I just recognized it more as the movie went on. I guess at first it sounded like she was you know English or whatever from the UK or something, and then it sounded like maybe she was Irish even, and then. Later on, she said something about my family moved down under and they came to here and whatever. So then, you know, that was a giveaway that she's Australian. But I'm just curious to know because I'm really not very good with uh, picking up dialect or even understanding people when they talk half the time. Yeah, I know. You didn't watch Stitches because... Right. That's right. You remember that. Right. I did. Oh, my God. That movie's great. I watched it, but I had an issue with it because of that. And it wasn't just me. My brother was next to me and he had the same problem. So... It wasn't just me, but I am. But it was a feed. It was a fucking stream. Maybe the sound quality wasn't up to par. Yeah. So if I rent the, I think the Blu-ray is actually on Redbox. So I think I'll rent the Blu-ray and, and just watch it. I almost bought it. It was ten bucks. I, I just bought it. Yeah, I'm like. Have uh, you watched it yet? Uh, oh yeah, based on Alex's enthusiasm uh, from the Skeleton Crew. Uh, oh, you blind bought it. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, he okay. was. He talked it up so much. I'm like, this sounds right up my fucking alley. I right? just bought it, and and he's absolutely right. And uh, yeah, it's a great movie. But we're I talking about uh, right. this fucking movie. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> shit. I mean, that good heroine. Though. She what else good. is there to talk about? Yeah, she's fucking badass. And I, I can't. I can't. I don't know. I I, I don't want to say this is the best movie I've seen come out this year because I don't think it is, but it was one, it was the most pleasurable experience I'd had going to the theater. I think this year for a horror movie. See, and... That's nice. I'm glad to hear that. I, my, I feel that way about the conjuring. The first time I saw the conjuring, everybody was jumping. My wife was jumping. Everybody was fucking yeah. every single jump scare worked big time. It was just one of those things. So that you know that that was a little more for me with yeah. the as far as going to the movies, but I could see how a movie like this you know could do that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I'm gonna say, I mean, if you guys are listening to this and haven't 
seen the movie yet, I say absolutely uh, peel this peel this movie back. Don't stick it up anybody's crack. It's definitely worth uh, the view. You should uh, give quality movies like this your money if you're into this kind of thing. And uh, ratings, uh, if we're rating it out of five, I would say I really liked it. I'd give it a four out of five. Absolutely. Not Very a perfect good. movie, but it's it's really good in my opinion, and I think the rewatchability is very high just because it it seems like it, it's such a fun movie. Yeah, that that's not bad, and um, <laughs> I think I think I'm gonna match you on everything. I, I it obviously you peel that fucker back. It's it's a fun movie. It's definitely a fun movie. You can't you can't watch that movie and be a horror fan and say. It's not fun because that's precisely what it is. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, and the comedy is tongue in cheek. It's not fucking. You know, I'm not into comedy horror mostly. Sometimes I am, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. The the laughs you get are not everyone's gonna laugh at it. It's 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 tongue in cheek and it's done well. And the acting is good. The characters are good, and the story is good. And it's basic, but it still works. But oh yeah, yeah. because it's done. It's done well. Yeah, absolutely. And, peel it uh, back. <laughs> peel this motherfucker back. So peel you give back. it a four out of five, also, or I was wafering between three and a half and four. Yeah. Um, but you know what you said about my concern was rewatchability. Actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I oh, I think sure... this would be a, a something great. I think this would be great fun to throw on multiple times. You know, it just seems like. Uh, uh, I mean, it's, it's not. It's just a fun kind of kind of romp of a horror movie i think mm-hmm. you know what uh, that that's that was the only thing that was going to affect my rating was mm-hmm. the rewatchability factor i was thinking of it even as i was watching it was crossing my mind but um i think you got a good point there and i'm, I'm rolling with it i'm saying four two i still like the conjuring better though but i but i'm still giving this a four see that's what i was doing i was basing it upon the last movie we saw which was the conjuring and I still prefer The Conjuring, even though this was a lot bloodier. Bloody as fuck, and I love blood. Mm-hmm. But um, I like The Conjuring a little more, but I'll still give this four stars. So, yeah, fuck. It's good shit. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, if we're comparing it to Conjuring, that's like apples to oranges, but... Yeah, no, this was just... This was right in my wheelhouse. This is kind of a fun, you know, plus scary. I mean, there was actually... Uh, moments that actually got me, you know, where I jumped and was startled, which I was surprised as shit because usually these style of movies, uh, the slasher kind, don't phase me as far as that goes whatsoever. And, uh, right. but it got me a couple times. So, yeah. So, there you go, guys. Uh, definitely peel this one back. Uh, go see it. Uh, you're next. <laughs> yeah. You and you and you're next. And That's right. You're mm-hmm. next. You motherfucker, you. That's yep. Right. And look out for that sequel. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> We're, uh, so, with that, we are going to call it a night. Uh, we are going to go, uh, you know, I don't know, peel our own bananas, you know, whatever we do when we wander off away from the laser lounge. <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> yep. Know? Can't get rid of those fucking things. So, uh, yeah, Dave. Uh, Thank you again. This is a blast as usual. Always a pleasure. Thank you, sir. Absolutely. I agree completely. Yep. Fucking great times. 
Absolutely. You know? uh, really got to so... see this movie. In, uh, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Fucking right on. I hope Thank... everybody else goes and sees it. Yeah, please do. Thanks. Thank you to all the listeners out there. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate you guys and all the wacky shit that you do. Right. <laughs> right on. Um, so, yeah, we're going to get out of here. And uh, with that, I'm going to give you guys a thought to ponder. Until next time. Uh, would you fuck Z next to your dead mother? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I think I, think I might. Uh, so see ya, fuckers. <laughs>